Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Two philosophers. Pashao. Modern day philosophers. With no fucking background in philosophy whatsoever. Hey, bullshit, motherfucker. Oh, yeah, baby. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Wasted Content, episode 19. Episode 20. Just kidding. <laughs> I thought I had it, man. That was close enough. Okay. That was just one away, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking A. God damn it. Welcome to Wasted Content, episode 20. The big 2-0. Fuck yes. 2-0. Fuck yes. We're almost legal enough to drink. <laughs> but we just got to wait another week, man. So <laughs> we actually will not be having any beers this week um, because it's... Because it's 20. Yeah. It's not legal. Because it's not like we were fucking drinking, you know, before the age. Absolutely not. Uh, the legal age, right? No. No, that didn't happen at all. Uh, fuck. I mean, all right. So uh, my name is Anthropus. <laughs> Mozymandias. All right. Well, fuck. Um, yeah. I mean, th- that's an awesome thing to fucking open up on. Do you remember when the fuck it was that you had your first beer? First beer? Yeah. First taste of a beer or first whole beer? Uh, for let's go with the first whole beer okay. to yourself. Seventeen? Mm, ah, bullshit! It wasn't seventeen. Yeah, you're fucking kidding me. No, sorry, fifteen. Come on, 15. yeah, that yeah. sounds about, yeah, that sounds yeah, more about right. Yeah, I'm trying to think back. Yeah, fifteen. Because I mean, like by fourteen, we're already going to backyard gigs and shit, and yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's about fifteen that it was. Uh, I mean, we started off big. It was just forties yeah 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 that got, backyard gig shit mm-hmm, got right off to a fucking start right there Ugh. yeah i'm I'm actually really fucking glad we're not doing uh we've spoken about doing these malt liquors yeah these malt beers or whatever the fuck uh bum beers um we've spoken about having an episode d- dedicated to those not looking forward to that yeah and i'm very very grateful i'm very grateful are you yeah, yeah i am i'm very grateful it's just thanksgiving so i'm very grateful that we are not doing that this fucking week dude i'm fucking <laughs> stuffed to the gills and i feel sick already i've had to swallow my puke back a couple of times so, so i'm just giving you and the listeners a heads up that uh there might be some fucking projectile vomiting this episode uh we should be recording already <laughs> <laughs> don't worry I'll, I'll i'll do my best to be on mic oh, i'll just fucking oh. puke right here on the fucking <laughs> microphone on this fucking three hundred dollar microphone. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Let's get started. Uh, let's see. First beer in our lineup, we have from New Belgian Brewing Company, the Voodoo Ranger Special Release, Atomic Pumpkin. Schmancy. Yeah, yeah. I've been trying to stay away from those fucking pumpkin beers. Trying to stay away from the hype. But um, I say, hey, you know what? Let's at least get one of these fucking things in here for the for the season you know for the fucking holiday am i remembering this correctly is new belgium anheuser-busch i'm not sure but i wouldn't be surprised man they're just fucking buying out all these crap breweries or is it that japanese company uh what's that beer that japanese beer asahi no there's another one that kind of owns most of the japanese uh market height um god damn it i forgot the fucking sapporo no, not Sapporo. Um, they own Sapporo. And I think they own Asahi as well. It's a really weird fucking name. 
Anyway, I think they bought New Belgium or Anheuser-Busch did. One of the two. It's like some kind of fucking Japanese conglomerate or some shit? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, yeah. Okay. On the lines of, along the lines of Anheuser-Busch, but it's like the right. Japanese version. No shit. All right. Yeah. I, I was not aware of this at all. Oh. Yeah. I might be wrong. Um, I actually just had a conversation with someone where I had to tell them the bad news that um, that Goose Island was no longer uh, Goose Island. Right. Uh, you, um, I was, um, I, I actually did, um, uh, I did a bottle trade with a good listener from the show. Uh, uh, shout out to Lou for hooking me up with something that was missing out of my Bourbon County lineup. So, um, I have the 2014, the 2015, the 16 and the 18, the 19 was just released this week and uh, I was missing the 17 because uh there's a story about that and i'll get that i'll get into why i was missing the 2017 why were you missing the 2017 okay i guess (laughs) let's just get into it right now all right so um i was celebrating something celebrating something i like that it's the choto's line right there celebrating something yeah (laughs) i I looked at you and said that i'm forever yours right you looked at me and said oh the idea of being in love. Yeah, I'm fucking crushing, dude. God damn. Uh, so we were celebrating something. And um, I had taken the 2017 Bourbon County over to his place to like have as the fucking bomb to finish on. But uh, it just so happened that we got fucking very shit-faced before we could even get to that beer. So it stayed there. I woke up the next morning. Uh, feeling like my fucking head was full of cement and left completely forgetting that I had still left that bottle there. So, and this, this is ass face, by the way, I was with ass face. Oh, you're never getting that back. Well, see, you say that, you say that. And and I could tell by the way you're saying it, that you're just like, that motherfucker's going to fucking drink that shit for sure. Yeah. Right. So it just so happens that, you know, I remembered about it and I was like, Hey man, I think I left that out here. And he's like, yeah, it's going to be here. So the next time I went to his place, I'm like, Let's fucking let's have it. And he's like, dude, um, I don't know where it is. So I fucking personally uh, tore his fucking kitchen apart. I looked in every cupboard and every wow. shelf and every drawer and I didn't find it. So um, I think that the most agreed upon um, outcome was that it got thrown out okay yeah i mean i would say that too if i drank your beer okay but i mean that, like, oh yeah i threw it out my bad i'm just like okay i don't think so because i i wouldn't have a problem with that like if you would have drank it i'd be okay with that right i have much less of a problem thinking that he drank it that he just drank it than accepting the fact that it could have been thrown out also i'm not giving him enough credit he's the okay. type of person that will drink it and Throw it in your face that he drank it. <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. the type of guy that's gonna drink it and send you pictures of him drinking it. Yeah, with his middle finger up. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> or he'll find he'll go out and find your fucking worst enemy and to drink it with. Drink it with them. <laughs> <laughs> a dietitian, huh? Uh, <laughs> my primary healthcare physician. <laughs> so yeah dude um big shout out to fucking lou our listener uh we did a bottle trade i traded him a bomb from 2017 
It was a Sierra Dark Sky quadruple barrel age quad. And uh, he felt like that was a fair trade, a 2017 for a 2017. Nice. It also helped that he had two of them on deck. Yeah. So, uh, so pretty cool trade. Um, you know, big ups to that guy because I was able to complete it. But either way, while doing that, uh, we're he, kind of on a mission for that too. I, I remember looking at a couple places out by where I work. No shit. Man, yeah. Shit. Yeah, definitely. That's like some shit that either a liquor store has it and doesn't even know they fucking have it. Right. Uh, doesn't even know what the fuck it is. Or you're definitely going to have to go out there and find somebody who has it and trade with them. Right. So, um, you know, when, when I was doing this trade with him, we were going our, our line over our lineups. And he saw that on the 2014, 2015, 16, um, uh, they, they had like this small batch. Um, like this is bottle number 5,067 out of 6,000 bottles produced or something oh, like that. And then he also noticed um, that on the 18, it didn't have that anymore. It oh. didn't say that anymore. Okay. So he's like, wait a minute. Like, I'm trying to figure out what the fuck, like, you know, how big this batch is. And I was just like, oh, yeah, dude. Like, ever since Anheuser-Busch took over, they started actually, like, producing this on, like, a fucking massive level. Ooh. And before, it used to be super exclusive. Right. So just to give you an idea of how how much uh, the the quantity produced went up um before you used to be lucky to be able to get your hands on one of these fucking bottles for the 2018 release i fucking bought a whole case to myself and there was like four more cases at the location that i purchased it at that's fucking unheard of before like 2017 like right around there uh but yeah dude it, it's no longer a small batch um, I, to me, it's still prestigious. It's still fucking an incredible fucking beer, but it kind of does lose a little bit of its. Um, it loses a little bit of its prestige because it, it definitely does. It has that like Grey Goose effect after Bacardi bought them out. Um, oh shit! Okay, yep. Grey Goose about that. Grey Goose was just like prestigious fucking vodka. It was yeah, nice. It was I remember that smooth as fuck, and yeah. it was really well known for its taste. And then Bacardi got caught wind of it and they just purchased gray goose and they fucking they started mass producing it yeah so now it tastes like fucking rubbing alcohol of course yeah um i mean i'll I'll say this much um i've had i've probably had uh close to i don't know maybe about eight bottles of 2018 release at this point and i don't know i can't tell you if it's because i'm not aging it or what but it's definitely fucking uh, really boozy. I mean, it's... the trunk of your car is not really aging a beer. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. And maybe the 15.2% ABV has something to do with that as well. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I mean, that that lineup sitting there, man, and we're eventually going to showcase it here. Ay. I know you're looking forward to that very much. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just don't have any plans for the next day is what I can tell you. Yeah. I'm going to have to yeah. call out sick. Absolutely. Yeah. We're going to have 14, 15, 16, 17, 18. God damn. And if I could get my hands on it, 19. <laughs> yeah. So we're going to have six beer lineup with the Bourbon County. Yeah. So uh, I looked it up right now. It is New Belgium that was purchased by Curran. Oh, Curran Ichiban. Yes. Okay. So they, there's a big conglomerate called Lion Curran. Okay. So they own all these like Japanese beers and some Australian beers as well. So they recently bought New Belgium. Oh, no shit. What the so fuck? If there's any exclusive from Belgium, I would pick it up now before okay. they like fuck it up. Fuck. Okay. Yeah. 
I can already fucking think of one that I'm getting my hands on. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the Oak Spire. Yes. You remember that one? The fucking Knob Creek. Yes. Collaboration yep. with Knob Creek. Mm-hmm. Fucking like some like strong ale uh, aged in Knob Creek barrels. Yeah. Things nuts. I think it's like a 9% or some shit like that. I think it's amazing too. Oh yeah. It's incredible. It's really smooth. It's fucking, it's got a little bit of that warmth from the Knob Creek. It's yep. got a little bit of wood, a little bit of vanilla. It's, it's wonderful. It is definitely a beautiful beer. So um, I think I just saw, I, I think I just saw that uh, about a week ago. And I was like, yeah, I've had it, you know, I'm on to the fucking next one or whatever. But if that's the case, I'm definitely fucking going out of my way to get my hands on that shit. Yeah, I'm hoping they don't fuck it up and they still do like small batch stuff, but who knows? Yeah, no. It doesn't seem to be the case with any like big conglomerate. They're just, fuck it. This is what people are buying. Let's purchase it and fucking sell the shit out of it. Yeah, Lagunitas uh, fell victim to that as well. And and I'm kind of really... um, I'm really divided on this too, because I can only imagine that as the owner of the microbrewery, like that's a mark of success, right? Like you have to feel like I I made it. Yeah. I fucking made it. Like when you sell out, when you just hand over the keys and you fucking get that check with a bunch of commas and zeros on it, that must feel like I fucking did the fuck out of what I intended to do. That has to be the goal, right? It that's a that's a really fucked up goal too yeah because you're you're hoping there's passion behind their fucking projects and they're brewing out of love essentially yeah and love for the craft when they sell out it's kind of when they sell out to a fucking conglomerate yeah it's yeah there's like no heart and soul in there they're just uh um i read i read about this um when but i mean uh, who knows man like who knows what the fucking people at anheuser-busch are feeling about it or people at Curran, you know? They okay. could be working there out of passion for this fucking all-American beer, you know? Mm. Symbols, bro. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I don't know. Budweiser. No, they have, they have shareholders, bro. They got the big American. The, I think that that's what they're more concerned about. They're concerned about their shareholders. Yeah. And especially... But you can I, do both. This is You can care about what you're working for and care to make money. I guess like if if, if this is a it's a really easy veneer to to see right past because if you keep the shareholders interest in mind then buying out and infiltrating the craft beer market is exactly right on that fucking path yeah because it's like oh shit guys what the fuck is happening your fucking stocks are dropping what the fuck you're losing market share you get get on this shit I would have to imagine that they've lost a, a big portion. They of, have a pretty big loyal fan base, though, like Budweiser, Bud Light. When you find a Bud Light drinker, that's all he fucking drink. Yeah, Bud Light, Budweiser, Bud sure. Light. Yeah, yeah. Bud Light. That's all. That's their fucking staple. It's trying to change their fucking brand of cigarettes, essentially. You know? Yeah, no shit. You yeah. can't like they're just fucking loyal to fucking tea. I guess maybe they're not acquiring new customers is an issue because all like the young people, I guess, quote unquote, that makes sense. Yeah, are just doing the crafting okay that makes sense so maybe it's not a matter of them losing market share like existing market share there's just no exponential growth anymore yeah and no like new market reach right so i think that falls right in line with that uh with that um uh how can i say that that goal uh hey fuck it what do we do what do we do well we can't make a craft beer with the shit here's a fucking lazy half-ass attempt with like a copper lager or some other fucking stupid but like wheat 
Yeah. Bud Light but, Lime. Oh my God. Those things are fucking horrendous. Mm-hmm. They taste like fucking... Bud Light Platinum. They taste like fucking shit, dude. Uh, oh man. And fucking... Dude, don't even get me started on fucking Bud Light Platinum. <laughs> Fuck that thing. Dude, I... Have you ever heard of this? I, I heard somebody tell me that there was some preservative that was used in some Budweiser drinks. Um, and I think the claim was that it was a f- like formaldehyde or something um, something comparable to it. I heard that about fucking that cinnamon whiskey, uh, Fireball. Oh, no shit. But that's, yeah. that's legit, though, because that got outlawed in Europe. They they were no longer able to sell Fireball in Europe after for a while because they found some kind of preservative that was like formaldehyde-ish. It was like antifreeze or something. Yeah, something along those lines. Yeah. So the person that told me this, they told me this shit about fucking 20, not 20, like 10 years ago. And it was when I fucking told them how shit of a hangover Bud Light Platinum gave me. Because <laughs> every fucking time it was like, oh, hell yeah, this shit's cheap as fuck. And it's Bud Light. I mean, how bad can it be? And it, it, I think it was 6%er. Okay, yeah, something like that. But that thing just fucking... It packed uh, a fucking punch. It packed a punch. It got you fucked up. And, but you paid for it the fucking next day. <laughs> yeah. It was like fucking selling your soul to the devil, dude. Because the next day, <laughs> your, fucking, your fucking head felt like a balloon full of sand. It was fucking awful. A balloon full of sand? Yeah, like it's floating, but it's heavy at the same time. I don't know. What? that's the only way i could describe it <laughs> okay like my fucking head feels like it's gonna float away mm-hmm. and then just fucking plop down because it's fucking <laughs> yeah it's fucking bricks in there or some shit yeah so uh it's pretty bad let's continue this oh we're still gotta pour this fucking beer oh, yeah. <laughs> and drink it i think i've been stalling because i don't want to fucking puke <laughs> <laughs> all right let's pour this guy out and see what we got here give it all you got a big head very good <laughs> okay uh, <laughs> i can't i can't i can't do it i can't ichiban <laughs> i have ichibans <laughs> <laughs> so what happens when you don't wipe your ass Ichiban <laughs> <laughs> Are you keeping this in? Yeah Alright, yeah. okay, let's keep it in Hey doctor, doctor, I don't know what's wrong Oh, you got the Ichiban <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Okasawa <laughs> What's happening with my ass? <laughs> you have Kirin Ichiban <laughs> Alright Let's get to oh, let's get to rating a beer from Kirinichiban. That's so sad. Oh well. Okay, so uh, this guy pours a beautiful. I'm gonna call it like a golden, like a like a golden amber. This thing's nice. It, it, it looks nice. It smells amazing, dude. Uh, what are you getting there? There's a cinnamon. There is cinnamon. Very good, sir. Some nutmeg. All right. That cinnamon smells amazing. 
Very good. I'm glad that I'm glad that you're you're open and excited about this. Mm-hmm. I didn't know how well received it was going to be on your end. To be fair, um, I'm a bit skeptical about putting those kind of flavors into a beer. Okay. Um, but uh, you know, right here it tells us a little bit. It says pumpkin ale featuring cinnamon and habanero chili peppers. What the fuck? For just the right amount of heat. Another pincha chilejoto? Yeah. Nice. So let's see if this guy is a <laughs> chilejoto. It's habanero, so you can't fuck around, you know? You you gotta you That's gotta, a bold fucking claim. Yeah, you gotta fucking put some heat in this motherfucker if you wanna put habaneros on your label. So fuck it. I'm excited, man. Let's give it a go. Cheers. Cheers, brother. That's perfect. It's bold. Yeah. It's beautiful. It's Maybelline. It's woman. (laughs) 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 Kind of does feel like I'm drinking the chick beer. A little bit. Yeah, because of the pumpkin thing. Mm Mm-hmm. Feels like feels like I'm a basic bitch right now. Basic brew bitch. That's gonna be my insta. It's a nice, nice hit of like spice near the end. I uh, I mean that thing comes from for me, it comes right out the from the gate. Really? Like as soon as it fucking hits my tongue, it's boom, cinnamon, nutmeg, clove. Like anything that every any spice that you'd expect from uh like fall flavors, mm-hmm. I guess, are right there, right on the on the mouth. Um, I'm not getting any heat yet. Not just yet. That's good though. I mean, this is um, this meets my expectations for what what a what a pumpkin beer should be. I don't want it to taste like pumpkin. I want it to taste like like a pumpkin pie. Beautiful. And and that's that's kind of what we're getting here. We're getting pumpkin pie beer. Mm-hmm. Uh, this thing comes in at a six point four percent ABV, um, so definitely respectable. Uh, no hop, no no like no hop punch, no bitterness. This is definitely um, a, a a beautiful, balanced, uh, nice malt backbone. Not nothing's really imposing. They're just kind of uh, featuring these fall flavors. Oh man, I love smelling this every time I take a sip. Yeah, it's definitely very spicy. Yeah, it's a beautiful cornucopia of flavor here. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. right. <laughs> chip, chip, cheerio. All right. Hello, Gabda. Uh, top of the morning to ya. <laughs> Oh, I just found out what top of the morning is. The rain and Spain <laughs> falls mainly in the plain. The knife of the wife gets, what is it? The knife of the wife gets buried. Uh, something. Family, Stewie, family right? guy. Yeah. yeah, family guy did a. The knife of the wife gets buried. Something. I don't know. Yeah. Close. Yeah, yeah, that was good. Yeah. yeah. Do you yeah. remember what it is? No. Okay. The knife of the wife gets. I don't think it's buried. Who the fuck knows? <laughs> oh, well, anyway, <laughs> my fair lady. Um. Oh yeah, I just found out what top of the morning means. So okay. apparently, it has to do with um butter making in Ireland. 
Okay. Yeah, so you've heard the cream rises to the top, right? Yes. So apparently uh, a lot of these, a lot of these like. Usually when people are describing me. Right. Definitely. They're not talking about scum. (laughs) 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 Just need to be very clear about that. (laughs) Um, So apparently these butter makers, they would uh, prepare the, the, whatever the fuck, the mix, the culture, whatever the fuck. And when they got back to it in the morning. Uh, the the very best of the best, uh, what you're hoping to harvest, mm. rose to the top. So the the greeting top of the morning meant like the best to you, like may you have the best cream. Uh, nice, because, yeah, top of the morning. That's what it's called. It's a nice colloquialism. It is absolutely. I like it. The more you know, man. It's top of the morning to you. Mm-hmm. So, uh, this is uh, is that a better th- greeting than good morning? Um. Yeah, I guess it would be along the lines of best morning to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, like, anytime you wish someone well, uh, uh, you know, anytime you wish someone well, I think it's, like, kind of, like, in the same vein, no matter what. Like, the intention. Right. Right? I have, uh, I know some guy that has a problem with saying good morning. Okay. Why is uh, that? He says that people are really fake about it. Or it's just out of habit, not really wishing you a good morning. Okay. Like, dude, just, just fucking say good morning, man. Is this you having a fucking conversation with yourself in the no. mirror <laughs> every morning? Just, just, people are just, just say so, good morning. Just people say good are morning. just so fucking fake about it, man. They don't even mean it. No, bro, it's say, a friend. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have a friend who. Uh, <laughs> what the fuck, dude? Fuck you. Fuck. I got so much shit. You this shit week. on everything. I got so much shit this week for shitting on things. That's your mo. No, it's not. What is mo? By shit- the way. Uh, ooh, good right question. I've just heard people throw that around. That's your mo. That's my mo. Is it like mo, like letters, or is it like the fuck is that? I don't know. I don't know the meaning of that colloquialism, huh? Yeah, but no, yeah, totally. Just uh, shitting on things. I don't shit on everything. I, I shit on shitty things. <laughs> Usually made out of porcelain. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so fuck you did you know (laughs) did you know did you know that good morning it's actually a derivation derivation of good morning of of god's morning (laughs) what yeah it has fucking religious implications to it Uh, maybe tell your friend that yeah everything has fucking religious yeah yeah yeah. bless you Um, when you fucking sneeze yeah godliness (laughs) yeah cleanliness is close to godliness Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cleanliness is emptiness. Emptiness is loneliness, and loneliness is godliness. Oh, I've never heard that. No, is that the full one? No, that's uh, Smashing Pumpkins. Oh, okay. Hey, that's pretty appropriate. Yeah, because the pumpkin. Exactly. Yeah, very nice. <laughs> I like that. You know this this beer, it disarms me with a smile. I can believe butchered that. By the way, it's. Cleanliness is loneliness, and loneliness is emptiness, and God is empty, just like me. Whatever the fuck it is. All right. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, uh, like uh, getting back to the beer, uh, the beer is fucking, um, it, it's everything I would expect for it to be. Um, I don't know. Have you gotten the kick from the from the habaneros yet? A little bit. Where are you getting it? On the burp. 
Oh, <laughs> on the burp. <laughs> you really? Yeah. You're getting on the burp? It's just like a really warm kind of affect. Yeah. Um. L- I mean, luckily, I know what the fuck this is like. When you have, when you have chili peppers in the, in a beer, it's not really a mouthfeel. It's not like a heat in the mouth. Right. It always tends to like kind of just feel like you uh, drank lava. And you have, <laughs> right. and you have that shit coursing through your fucking uh, digestive system, mm-hmm. and then it sits at your stomach like a fucking just like um, uh, radiating heat. And I'm really glad that I know that because otherwise, I would think that right now in this moment, I am experiencing heartburn. I wonder what that does to the endorphin things. You know how you were talking about how it releases dopamine and all this stuff. Yeah, does that make the beer more enjoyable or more oh, addictive? <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Only if you're only if you are already susceptible to enjoying that, uh, I think. Because if you're not, and then you don't like spicy foods, you know, you're probably a boring ass bitch. fucking person. Yeah, yeah, fucking bitch. <laughs> and uh, and and then you're not gonna enjoy this. You're gonna have a bad time because this beer's fun, and you don't like having fun. <laughs> <laughs> Let me shit on this for a bit. Uh, <laughs> Go for it. Fuck you. <laughs> we're gonna i'm uh, quite enjoying this <laughs> hey what do you know what the fuck what the fuck okay? how the fuck did i get you feeling this all right <laughs> fucking attributed to me <laughs> i like how you denied it and then immediately shit on something that this person <laughs> liked that like you turned around and said no i don't do that also fuck this band that you like <laughs> Fuck Kalma. Fuck that, Kalma. Yeah, that was to Orgasmatron. Yes. <laughs> calling you out and fucking being a, 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 a fucking ruins everything guy. Mostly because he fucking invited me to Kalma. Okay. To a, sh- a fucking Kalma show on Friday. <laughs> and when I responded, he goes, oh, too late. Somebody already claimed your ticket. <laughs> like, bitch, that was like fucking 20 minutes at the most. Took too long, man. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, I received the invite to that, and uh, unfortunately, I had to fucking be at work. So, yeah, definitely, fucking shit. Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I fucking, uh, <laughs> I, I just, I just, all I could do was just kind of observe. I, I didn't want to, I, I didn't want to like add fuel to the fire. I, I felt, I got the feeling that. Uh, he's already made up his mind about you, you know. He, he already has his opinion set. So I guess there's nothing I could do or say to change that, and you know, enforce it anymore. I don't think it needs to be done. Is it you're, really worth arguing about? Though? You're, you're going to do a good job about that anyway, enforcing that. Just shitting on things? Yeah. No, you're, no. You're going to change now. You're a changed man. No, I'm not. But <laughs> I don't shit again. I only shit on things that are shitty. <laughs> okay. So if I'm shitting on something, then you just fucking, I don't know. Consider what the fuck you're doing with your fucking life. Right. If you're enjoying shitty things. It's not a reflection of like you. No, it's, it's a, a reflection, reflection of them. On their poor taste. Yes. Ah, I see. Yeah. Okay. On everybody's poor taste. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> that makes more sense. That's prob that's more probable. Yes. <laughs> that everybody else is everyone is wrong, not me. <sighs> yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. Uh I don't know. I think that the sentiment that I most harp on and um, I wouldn't mind being known for is that people ruin everything. Okay. So that just kind of like lends credence to the fact that um, maybe I have shitty taste, you know, because I also enjoy things that other stupid fucks enjoy. I'm looking around like all these people are fucking idiots. 
why do they like the same thing I do? Right. You know? Doesn't that give credence to you being a stupid idiot? Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. Right. That's exactly what I'm getting at. So Dude. it kind of makes me introspective about exactly how stupid idiot I am. And that's my point. Exactly. <laughs> I think fucking years ago, you were calling me Socrates. Yeah, definitely. Because I would make you fucking just like defend your argument. Whatever the fuck you were talking about. Yeah. You, yeah. Like, okay, like defend why you think this way. What yeah. What is going on with your fucking thought process? And I take the fucking opposite argument which is what i did last week and i'm gonna fucking Bullshit. double down <laughs> on fucking speculation darwin Charles. is full of shit he's a crackhead <laughs> he's a crackhead <laughs> some more ad hominem ad hominem attacks <laughs> for real dude I, I was listening to the episode and i couldn't fucking i was like fuck why didn't i call him out on that you called me stupid like 20 times so fuck you you weren't defending your argument you're just calling me stupid and ridiculous all the fucking time <laughs> I stand by my statements. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was listening to it and I was like, ignorant. That's fucking, stupid. that's fucking, that's a, what is it? Is a scarecrow fallacy? Is uh, that what it's called? Straw man. Straw man. There you go. Yeah. Straw man fallacy. You fucking just like beating the shit out of this fucking guy mm-hmm. as, as if he is a representation for like the whole general theory. Yes. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah he, I mean, he kind of touted. He is touted as the fucking guy who, like, yeah, he's like the godfather of evolution. Right. Right. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. So let's attack him personally. Fuck yeah. For being a let's cracker. ruin his credibility. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it is a very effective tactic. Yes, it is. Yeah. It didn't work well last week, but <laughs> <laughs> it worked well on me. Actually, <laughs> I think you called me ignorant and stupid like fucking forty yeah, times. That, that really episode. did. That, that really did work well. <laughs> Very effective. <laughs> All right, fuck. Um, so I'm just trying to have you defend your fucking argument on why you're so fucking married to the idea of evolution. Yeah, I fucking. I love this too. Facts. I love, uh, yeah just the fucking facts skeletal records carbon dating yeah yeah, yeah. I, I really like the fact <laughs> that you like framed that uh, in the way you just did as well like are you so married to it like it kind of sounds like a fucking third grader arguing with someone like oh you like it so much you like evolution so much why don't you marry it yeah, i guess <laughs> you're just kind of bound to it, it uh <sighs> fuck i don't know i think the older i get the more um fucking cynical i get about everything yeah, uh, including everything i've been taught <laughs> okay so it i don't know it's not that i'm saying it's not true i just want to know why it is true and why everyone is so like devoted to this idea okay yeah but you're not gonna go about that in like in a way where you're gonna like research it and study it you would much rather attack people personally for <laughs> believing it yeah. <laughs> right exactly mm-hmm. <laughs> Well, I mean, I kind of get that. That's a little bit. It like sounds you, like, you who put their dick <laughs> in a toilet paper roll, you believe this shit? <laughs> oh, wait, that was me. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I like that. Uh, I, you know, I, I like that, that, that you take this angle. Also, I was because, 13 at the time when I put my dick in a toilet paper roll. Paper roll. I'll just want to throw that out there. I what? did a lot of stupid things. It wasn't things. last week. <laughs> <laughs> I did a lot of stupid things when I was 13, too. Right. Yeah. yeah. Um, no, but I, I like that you take that angle because... It certainly does seem like the more fun uh, manner of gaining information and knowledge. Yeah, definitely. Like instead of like reading like a research paper, then like why not just go and attack people who believe things and then see how they defend it. Yeah, yeah. Or um, how they don't or how they fail to. I mean, more specifically, I was talking about 
<clears throat> you were talking about how you were being you're you taught yourself as being scientific minded yeah and then you're like i accept facts and then there's peer-reviewed studies and there's this and there's that and then as soon as i brought up a study about mice you're like nah i don't believe it <laughs> that, that <sounds laughs> immediately stupid. dismissed that sounds like bullshit <laughs> stay scientific <Yeah. laughs> no that, that doesn't align with my no, beliefs no, at i don't all. believe it no <laughs> you know sometimes science is about opinion you know <laughs> pluto's a planet pluto is a planet yeah. <laughs> all right man uh let's fucking review this beer man oh yeah <laughs> all right 6.4 percent um it's fucking pumpkin pie in a bottle man it's delicious it is it's fucking super yummy um it's just uh it's perfect for the season uh fuck if if uh you see this on the shelves get your fucking hands on it man mm -hmm. this will be a treat to uh, a lot of basic bitches this is a panty dropper for sure yep yep we get you all the bitches <laughs> <laughs> so because we're rolling in bitches here. <laughs> uh so with that being the case this being a panty dropper i'm actually going to include that in one of my categories for uh for rating beers oh, now oh panty dropper yeah beers. like the the fucking panty dropper um uh how can I say this? The Bill Cosby of beers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, uh, that, that would be a beer brewed with chloroform. <laughs> no, like, um, like the the level of penny dropping. Um, oh, I see. How can I say it? Fuck. The level of panty dropping ability that the beer has. Okay, like an IBU rating for panties. There you go. Like exactly. IPU. There you go. Okay, an IPU. An, like an international, international pie, uh, panty <laughs> pie. pie. I think pie. Pie. Yeah, pie's yeah. close enough. Yeah. <laughs> They'll know what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> international pie. It's an IPDU. It's an international panty dropper unit. Beautiful. Boom. Yeah. So um IPDU on this is gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be like a solid eight. But um overall yeah. the beer, I'm gonna have to give this a seven point five. Yeah, same here. It's uh it's really good. It's fucking amazing what they've done with this. I wasn't expecting much. I was expecting I don't know, some like overwhelming pumpkin taste to it. That was just not gonna be I don't know, probably just overly malty at the most. Definitely. But yeah. It's not that at all. It's malty for sure, but it's not too really. It's not dominant here. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> the the color of the beer really lends itself to the to the flavor as well. Um. Mm -hmm. uh, it kind of really pairs very well with the aroma and everything that you get on the tongue. Uh. Very well rounded. Nothing is um overly or underly accentuated. Uh, I was expecting the opposite um, that you were expecting. I was expecting this to be touted as a pumpkin beer and then just taste like a fucking run-of-the-mill ale with like a like a very far note of pumpkin. And uh, it's just all the spices up front. Everything is there for you to taste. It's beautifully showcased. 7.5 for me. Yeah, 7.5. I think it's better described as a pumpkin pie like you were saying. For sure. Yeah, yeah like a pumpkin pie in a bottle. Mm -hmm. All right, beautiful. So... Uh uh, we're gonna jump back into um, breweries and what's happening with um, them getting bought out. I mentioned Lagunitas; uh, those guys got bought out by Heineken. 
No shit. Yeah, and they proceeded to immediately um, uh, fucking fire 200 people of the staff. Of course. Because that's going to happen. Uh, these fucking like beers, these um, brewers or fucking companies, brewing companies that are on a much larger scale, they're all about bottom line. Okay. And they're all about like making things efficient. And uh, a lot of times when you're talking about making things efficient, it's about reducing manpower. That too. And I guess there's a lot of redundancy there. If you purchase you purchase a company that does the exact same thing you do, you're going to have fucking equal jobs on both ends. And of course, you're going to keep your team instead of the other team. Well, I guess I could see that more being like on the management or like upper level management, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the case here. Um, it was like frontline employees. That's fucking stupid. It is. You're purchasing this company for their fucking ability to brew a beer and going to fire the people that are brewing it. Yep. Yeah. And, Terrible. And, and to me, that that kind of sounds like a turnkey operation. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm going to fucking buy you. I'm going to buy your company out so that you no longer compete against me. You mm-hmm. are me. And then I'm going to continue making money and you could just do whatever the fuck it is you've been doing because that's obviously been successful enough to become a fucking threat to me. Right. So just keep doing whatever the fuck you're doing. I could see them coming in with like a fucking like bitch ass consultant motherfucker and being like, oh yeah, the fucking uh, safety over here and these people have to be wearing PPE and right. uh, you can make the assembly line. Blah, blah, blah. But fucking firing 200 fucking frontline employees. That's a lot of fucking people. It sounds excessive. Considering how small Lagunitas was before this purchase. Right, right. That's almost their whole fucking staff, I imagine. Uh, I can't imagine like being so far up your ass about um, what this is about, like what this industry is about, that you jump in and like fucking flip the table over. Yeah. You know, it's just like, dude, if it's not broken, don't fucking, don't try to fix it. I mean, it's the same thing in any industry, not just craft beer. Uh, when it starts getting traction, you have bigger companies try to fucking buy them out and just ruin what the the essence of what it was. Right. Uh, same thing happened in fucking MySpace when fucking Fox bought it. Oh, I didn't know that that's what happened to it. <clears throat> yeah. Um, so it was this big like social media platform be- before Facebook. Yeah. All it was, you fucking millennials probably don't even know what the fuck that I is. I know. <laughs> <laughs> We grew up on my fucking old fucks over here. I know, dude. <laughs> and uh, they essentially was just fucking bottle blind. What they did was just filled it with fucking ads. Every other fucking post was an ad. And they just ruined the essence of what MySpace was, which was a fucking social networking community. Right. And it fucking drifted wayside because they ruined it. And that's when Facebook came into fucking power. And now the same thing's happening to Facebook. Everything's just fucking ad space. Yeah, dude. Um, fuck, I, I can't even tell you the last time I actually even looked at Facebook. Yeah, same here. It's probably like a solid, like a solid six years for me since I've um cared about Facebook. And then now I mean Instagram. Um, it was the same thing for Instagram, but now like with um with us being a little bit more present and visible on the platform. I've just accepted the fact that I have to (laughs) do this. You know, this is uh, definitely work and uh, I have to put some fucking effort into it. And if that means doing something that I don't fucking enjoy, (laughs) then I think that's the definition of work, right? Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's, it's find something you love and let it kill you. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Like beer yeah <laughs> women yeah 
Oh, man, I'm telling you, I'm going to have a fucking tough time today, man. I'm having a really tough time getting through this first beer. You eat a full Thanksgiving dinner before the podcast. You're right. going to have a bad time. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> so um, I, I recently switched careers, and um, it, it was kind of a trade-off. There's a lot of pros, a lot of cons, and uh, one of the main um, you know, negative points about this was I had a, I had a very, very abrupt change of schedule so now i'm working um i'm working saturdays i'm working fridays and saturdays and i'm working a very late shift so um you know when i when i told my family i'll just let them know hey you know i'm not going to be here for thanksgiving i'm probably not going to be here for christmas i'm probably not going to be for new year's it's gonna suck but hey fucking it is what it is we got to do what we got to do it's for the better and <laughs> um i love these fucking people so much man they're 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 so awesome and uh, they said, hey, you know what? Fuck it. Uh, Thanksgiving is postponed till your next day off, Shit. which is today. Uh, Sundays. I have Sundays off. And I said, nah, dude, you don't have to fucking do that. Come on. It's just one me and it's all of you guys. And no, they're like, no, we're, we're doing that. We want to spend it together. That's dope. Yeah, hey, it was fucking beautiful. It was awesome. And um, I had a fucking amazing time. But as you do on Thanksgiving, you fucking overeat. Uh, so much so that I'm in fucking comfortable clothes. I'm fucking wearing sweats right now because my pants were obstructing my fucking breathing. Yeah, you got those fat girl pants on. <laughs> For sure, dude. They have pink across the ass. Yeah. <laughs> it's a fucking billboard for fucking pink. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually fucking uh, false advertisement, though, because they're not. Right. Always. Right. There's usually a little brown in the middle too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> so yeah, dude, I fucking ate a full fucking course, man. I had I had a uh, smoked turkey leg. I had um some fucking uh chumpipe, bro. Chumpipe. Hell yeah, bro, some chumpe for short. That's what we call it over in fucking Salvador. Uh, some chumpipe. chumpipe. And I'm not familiar with that. What's chumpipe? That's some turkey, bro. Okay. Yeah, but I like to specifically call the one that my mother makes chumpipe because that shit ain't turkey, bro. That shit ain't turkey. Turkey is what you find in a fucking American household with the white picking fence and the fucking dry ass fucking calcium. Mm. Uh, what is it? Uh, fucking chalky. Uh, carbon <laughs> fucking nasty dried out turkey. <laughs> That's fucking turkey, bro. Uh, what my mom makes, it literally fucking, as soon as you pull it out of the oven, the whole fucking thing falls apart. Because that's how fucking, like, that's how fucking juicy and tender it is. Uh, so I had some of that. I had some mashed potatoes. I made some fucking killer mac and cheese. I think I perfected the fucking recipe this year. Um, a tip for you guys out there, throw in a little bit of Swiss cheese, man. Just throw in a little bit of Swiss cheese in there. It makes it creamier. It's got a little bit of funkiness to it. It's got that cheesy funk. Yeah. Oh, it's beautiful. <clears throat> um, I had a uh, fucking uh, sweet potato cake and some rice just because, of course, I'm a fucking fat fuck. There's not enough carbs in the meal already. <laughs> 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 and uh, I also some had a... F- arroz con chumpipe. <laughs> Hell yeah, bro. And then I also had a few beers with dinner too. So um, before we even started recording... I was already having to fucking swallow some of my puke. It's already fucking coming oh, up. Fuck. <laughs> it's already coming up. And I'm just like, nope, nope. I'm you're not gonna win. I fucking thoroughly enjoyed that meal and it's not gonna go to waste. Yeah. 
So yeah, I'm, I'm having a really, a really difficult time, but I'm going to power through here. That's an incredible thing that your family did it. Your family is truly amazing. Um, I fucking love Thanksgiving, dude. Fuck yeah. It's dude. an incredible time of the year. Like we all get together. We all sit around the table and just see things that we're thankful for. Do you, you do know? that with your family? Yeah, we do. That's fucking dope, dude. Anytime, I make sure with that we do that. Yeah, for we, sure. we go around the table and everybody says something they're thankful for. And like, of course, there's like the generic ones where it's like, I'm thankful for the food. I'm thankful for this, you know, but yeah, some get really emotional. And you just absolutely you're brother. truly thankful for another fucking day with your fucking family. Fuck yeah. Yeah. Um, my only problem with fucking Thanksgiving, all right, shit on it already, <laughs> is these I like fucking this Thanksgiving butts. butts. <laughs> uh, not necessarily Thanksgiving, but just the people that come out of the fucking woodwork, dude. Especially around like fucking Instagram and like all social media shit. All right, with their generic criticism of Thanksgiving, like, oh, it was you're thankful for the mass slaughter of all these fucking natives. <laughs> yeah, oh. I saw, I saw one that said. Thanks taking. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> congrats. Yeah, you contributed nothing to the conversation other than your fucking stupidity. I guess. If they're able to like um if they're able to expand on their thought, I, I'm I'm open to hear them. You know, like why do you hate that? Yeah, they're usually not though. Yeah. Like usually true. it's just that one liner of like, oh yeah, they slaughtered all these natives. Pilgrims and that's shit. what you're thankful for. Yeah. It's like, uh, no. <laughs> no, I'm thankful for being with my family. <laughs> yeah. And having another fucking dinner with them. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. There's one that I saw online was um <clears throat> a screen capture of their notes posted as a picture it says, Why is there only one day a year to be thankful for? Shit. L O L. Y'all should be grateful every day, LOL. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Yeah, how you fucking don't fucking shallow. really think that. What, what kind of fucking like shallow fucking insight is that? You fucking brought nothing. You just fucking made sounds. Exactly. <laughs> God damn fucking. Uh, it's lol. A, lol. <laughs> LOL. <laughs> Like you, you're stupid for being thankful for today. I'm thankful every day of the year. <laughs> I'm better than you. <laughs> I'm thankful for being better than everybody. <laughs> every day. <sighs> like shut the fuck up. <laughs> Just shut up. It's stupid. Like you're trying to fucking pawn yourself off as some fucking <laughs> intellectual better than everybody. You have a real fucking view perspective on the world. Uh, you know, I got, I got a. I got a taste of what that's like on being on that side of the, of the, of the, uh, of society. Um, back, uh, back, you know, when I was a bit younger, um, I used to just like any opportunity I could take on Facebook on a holiday to tell everybody about what like the genesis of that celebration or festivity was. Yeah. And like, obviously there are all of these things are pagan traditions. Right. That were stolen from another fucking culture that was fucking way more primitive and didn't have the same morals and ethics that we do because it was hundreds, if not thousands of years ago. And it's just kind of been, it's been kind of like tugged along and, uh, and dragged along through, through the course of history out of tradition, just yeah. out of tradition. Like, Hey, there's this fucking time of year that we all sit down and have a fucking wonderful meal and enjoy each other's companies, regardless of all the fucking other bullshit and fucking turkey and fucking indians and all this other fucking shit um and and people just get really really tied into those 
symbols. Um, and, and it's not really about that. It isn't. It's about fucking spending quality time with your fucking family. Exactly. So, um, you know, I, I'd be like, oh, you know, fucking Easter. That's fucking Ishtar. It's fucking uh, <laughs> like uh, fucking, uh, you know, I don't know, some Egyptian goddess and goddess of fertility. And that's where the fucking eggs come from. You dumb fuck. Yeah. It turns <laughs> into this conversation of the existence of Jesus, whether he was real yeah, or not. Exactly. What the fuck like, does Jesus have to do with bunnies uh, and God and fucking Cadbury fucking eggs and shit? And uh, like, obviously, like, if you like spend any kind of fucking mental fortitude to question that kind of shit, you're going to. You're going to come to the fucking answer very quickly. Like, oh shit, this uh, has nothing to do with that. No. And um, we all know that. And me celebrating it also really doesn't have anything to do with that. No. Um, the whole fucking uh, the Christmas thing. Now, see, I get, I've, I've caught a lot of shit from a lot of people when, uh, you know, I'll, I'll let them know that I'm not religious. And uh, they hear me fucking singing Christmas carols and being all cheery this time of year. And I fucking love this time of year. And they're just like, no, no, you don't, no, you don't get to do that because you're not fucking religious. You don't believe in Jesus. So stop fucking being so fucking merry. <laughs> and it's like, dude, it's not about that, man. You're missing the point. You're missing the point. Yeah, stop being so fucking generic. Like, it just seems like a regurgitated idea that's been prolific throughout our entire lives. Yeah. Uh, it has no real insight. They're not providing any insight, really. Uh, they're repeating something they heard on some fucking talk radio. Uh, fucking most likely Howard Stern along those lines. And they're so self-congratulating about it. Just shitting on people who are enjoying... Oh shit, I'm talking about myself Sounds familiar, now. yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about that. It's not about the fucking... It's not about manifest destiny. It's not about the slaughter of the Indians. We're not thankful that they were fucking slaughtered. But... Like we've said before, if they hadn't been slaughtered, we wouldn't be where we are today. Yeah, so we're kind of thankful for them being slaughtered. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> we're also thankful for um, all of the buffalo being slaughtered, too, because apparently they would have eaten all the grass. Yes. <laughs> all the farmland. <laughs> there would have been piles of... Ready for buffalo. the ad hominem, hominem attack? <laughs> Ready to go? <laughs> <laughs> it's just uh do you i can't tell you how many times i listen to that <laughs> there'd be piles of buffalo shit everywhere there would be they would eat all the grass <laughs> it's crazy and it's not oh, eating no. all the grass it's desolating farmland is what they're fucking doing <laughs> the only reason we're so well fed in america is because of the surplus of fucking uh farmland that the farmers produce <laughs> yeah. although it's subsidized by the government sure yes but they're able to fucking produce a surplus and this is why we are well fed even if you're fucking homeless in america you can still fucking have a meal right right um if you recall my biggest problem with that is that i can't uh, i can't have a 100 percent buffalo burger yeah that was my main concern <laughs> <laughs> you're desolating the land man <laughs> <laughs> fucking a well i mean let's talk about something that is definitely um, uh, a, a very sacred part of Thanksgiving and um, in America, uh, consumerism. Oh, Black shit. Friday. Fucking okay. Black Friday. Dude, what's up with the Black Friday thing? I thought those fools got a whole month. Right? <laughs> 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 uh, 
Hey, for sure, it was Black Friday. I went to Walmart. Okay. And it definitely was Black Friday. Terrible. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, dude, how the fuck? How the fuck can you afford a fucking 70 inch TV and I can't? What the fuck? What am I doing wrong? Right? Yeah. Yeah, I had the same fucking sentiment. I went to Costco. Okay. Just with the same fucking attitude that you had it was just i was walking around they have these like 75 inch fucking led tvs and you have all these fucking asian people just scooping them up like crazy throwing three or four in their cart at once yeah yeah and i'm over here contemplating like should i get a 300 dollars tv mm-hmm. a 300 dollars tv yeah it's like, probably not no what's that like um like a fucking i don't know like a 45 inch tv it was 55 yeah yeah Damn, that's a good price for a 55 inch yeah but uh... <laughs> 300 bucks though <laughs> yeah no yeah. shit well i actually um i actually uh did go out um i didn't do much shopping um i only had one item really in mind and then i did a little bit of shopping for uh just getting some people off of the fucking christmas list but um i did go to walmart um i saw the ads for a laptop that i really wanted so uh yeah it's kind of you know i had a work lap- laptop for my previous employer yeah. That I didn't use for work. I just used for personal. Pornography. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, I returned it, obviously, Your when I quit. Porn machine, right? <laughs> good Good luck to them opening that fucking laptop. <laughs> that, thing's fucking, that thing's fucking welded shut, man. <laughs> <laughs> All the keys are being pressed down at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't have my jack-off machine anymore, <laughs> so I had to fucking buy one. And I saw, you know, hey, what do you know? It's a fucking good time to get some deals. And um, I looked at the ads. So, you know, one place had the same exact laptop for 350 I think it was Best Buy had it for 350 Office Depot had it for uh, $329.99. And Walmart fucking, you know, you know them. They're fucking trying to compete with Amazon and shit. Uh, they had it for twenty nine ninety nine, twenty nine ninety nine, nine two three hundred bucks. Fuck okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I was like, "Fuck it!" They got the best deal on this shit, and uh, let's go. Uh, you know, I don't need more than that. And you know, they have the five hundred dollar ones and all this kind of shit. So it's like, no, you know what? This fucking process is right. The storage you can always buy an external fucking storage, whatever. So I fucking go out there, and it's not Black Friday anymore. It's fucking Brown Thursday or whatever the fuck. Is there a fucking name for this shit? Because um, Black Friday's... Uh, I, I'm not going to fucking press too much on this, because I feel like everybody says this every fucking year nowadays. What's that? Like, Black Friday starts fucking in September now. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. But either way, it was Thanksgiving Day. I thought everybody's going to be out with their families. Obviously, they have the Black Friday at 6 a.m. deals, but they also do like 5 p.m. or 6 p.m. deals the day of. And I said, fuck it. This is going to be the fucking day to do it because everybody's at home with their families. Everybody's, you know, do so it's going to be fucking just fine. Uh, bullshit. No, everybody's there. Um, it's a fucking maze. You know, they have fucking lines everything if you want this item you got to get in this fucking line and Jesus if you want Christ. this tv you got to go to the fucking jewelry section and you want this fucking laptop you got to go to the fucking uh you know fucking uh, uh plus size women lingerie section and mm-hmm. just fucking everywhere 
Um, yeah, I was able to get a few fucking bras. It was nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I go to the fucking electronics section because electronics. Sure. Just fucking logic. And I say, hey, man, you know, I want this laptop. Some fucking Walmart associate goes, all right, go right ahead. Stand right here in this line. Great. Thanks, man. I stand in line for 30 fucking minutes, which to be fair, isn't a long time, but in those 30 minutes, that fucking Walmart got packed. It was shoulder to, shoulder to fucking shoulder in there. It was ridiculous. And uh, I'm next in line. I get up to the register and I say, yes, I'll take one of these, please. And they go, oh, yeah, dude, sorry. That's over at the jewelry section. What the fuck? Yeah, that's a fucking, that's a different kind of laptop. So we only have these kinds of laptops here. That one here is bedazzled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you have to go over to the other fucking line. And I look over to the other line and it is fucking zigzagging down the fucking shoe aisle. It's up and down and up and down and up and down. And I'm just like, fuck no, hell no. I'm not doing that. Bullshit. And I said, all right, it's time to fucking get my uh, customer service fucking gloves on. <laughs> Because I know how to fucking deal with this. Okay. I've been on the receiving end of this, and I know the way this works. I mean, uh, there's uh, there's uh, just, you know that there's um, a level of escalation that happens in these cases. Okay. So you're going to talk to a frontline employee. They're going to tell you they can't do anything about it. So then give me your fucking boss. Let's be a fucking Karen, right? Mm-hmm. Let's be, a, I need to talk to your manager. Right? <laughs> so I said, okay. All right, I'm not doing that. First of all, I'm not doing that. Okay, I know that you're expecting me to fucking just um, bend over and go, all right, I just wasted 30 minutes in this line. Now I'm going to go to the fucking back of that fucking other ungodly line. So they can send you back to the electronic section. No shit. Yeah. I'm not going to do that, first off. And, um, you know, I was told by this associate, this gentleman right over here to stand in this line. So this is not my fault. I'm here. I told him what I wanted. I'm fucking here. I want that. I'm going to give you money now. You give me what the fuck I want. (laughs) Kayla. And Kayla's like, hold on, let me get a manager. And then some fucking guy, you know, it it gets even worse when the guy that's the manager is like uh, younger Younger than than you you are. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, it gets gets worse then. Yeah. It's just like, oh, dude, no, come on. No, I'm not going to fucking let your pimply face fucking uh, cracking voice ass tell me what the fuck I can and can't do. No, sir. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just doing my job, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Like that fucking guy over there told me to stand in this line. I want this laptop. How can you help me? He's like, oh, sir, you know, that actually that's over at the jewelry line over there. So, you know, you're just going to have to. It's like, look, man, I'm not fucking doing that, okay? I've been perfectly reasonable about this. Um, I, I've been trying to fucking get this fixed, and all I want is that laptop. So, please, is there any way that you can walk over to that section, talk to an associate over there, get that laptop, and bring it over here? I'm already at the register. Just bring it over here. I'll pay for it. And he says, he kind of fucking, like, looks around. You have to do that, too. Like, you know that you know that he can but he also knows that he has to make it seem like he's doing you a favor. Yeah. Yeah. And also we never do this. Right. But we're going to make an exception for you. Sure. 
you have to look the the part. And uh, he he's like, you know what? How you know what, bro? How about you and I both go get it? And I don't know what that was about. I kind of feel like that was uh, maybe because he saw that I was uh, fat, and he was like, this guy's not gonna want to walk. He's gonna be like, nah, you know what? Just forget about it. <laughs> I'm good. I'm good. And I was like, fuck it, let's do it. Thank you very much. And we did exactly that. We walked over to the jewelry section, got the laptop. I paid for it at the other register. Doesn't make sense to me, but oh well. Um, and I fucking got out of that fucking godforsaken place. So the reason I bring this up is this because, sounds like a good experience. Um, it was, but it would have been a fucking completely awful experience if I didn't know how to act in this um in, in in this fucking social interaction if i didn't know how to fucking behave mm. and how to communicate and what to say and how to say it okay so um you know i i guess that the reason why i'm talking about this is uh you have to you have to know how to behave in in a social interaction if you do desire to get your way right you have to be emotionally intelligent <laughs> what <laughs> no i saw where you were going with that <laughs> okay okay so. i just uh dude emotional intelligence yeah. No, i had a i overheard a conversation at dinner for thanksgiving which was along those fucking lines and uh yeah i'll get to that let's do the other beer first <laughs> all right fuck yeah it. so we're gonna have uh meat and potatoes it's a dinner stout who brews this um lord hobo brewing company that's right very nice we've had one showing from them so far i believe they're out of new england okay yeah they're east coast brewing company i think we had something with pineapple from uh, them from lord hobo yeah that sounds about right yeah yeah you, you brought this today and uh you said meat and potatoes and i was like oh it's an irish style for sure <laughs> that's racist uh. <laughs> <laughs> You can't be racist against white people, bro. <laughs> uh, it's a medium-bodied American stout boasting classic classic flavors. Flavors. God damn, I already <laughs> fucked this up. Uh, boasting classic flavors of roasted malt and dark chocolate with hints of dried fruit. Smooth, balanced, and hearty. Okay. I'm All right. To try this out. Let's do the damn thing. It's meat and potatoes, huh? This is coming in at, what's the ABV on this? I don't see it. I believe this thing is a 7.7. .7. Jesus. Yeah, right here. Yep. Dinner stout, 7.7%. 7 .7 All right. All right, let's see what we got here. What we got? Holy moly. Fuck, this thing has a huge fucking head. Oh, it smells awesome already. Oh, it's a beautiful head, man. God damn. Definitely is. All right. So that's like, um, it's like, it started off uh, like a chocolatey, kind of like a chocolatey tan. And it's, it's kind of clearing up right now, the head. It's uh, turning a little bit of like a. Like a mocha. 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Like a latte head kind of deal. Mm -hmm. But it's persisting too. Like it's staying there and it's not going anywhere. That viscosity on the head, dude, it looks amazing. You know, another thick as fuck. Another thing that I learned um, about uh, the head, the the suds that we get on the craft beer. um, And I had no idea that I, I, I never cared to even look for this. But if you have even bubbles, then this is more than likely something that's like mass produced and um, not really crafted. Okay. Um, when you have something that shows uneven, uneven bubbles, where you have like little suds and big suds, and it's just like kind of all over the place, it's called rocky. It's a rocky head, and that is a sign of a of a well crafted beer. Really, I had no idea. What's attributed to that? Um, I think it's like something about like how um, the the malts and grains are processed. So when you when you like over process the grain and malts, it's gonna give you like a bunch of even uh, bubbles. And okay, I think like that, a finer. Yeah, and that happens with um, pastries and bread as well. Gotcha. So like if it's something artisan, you get an artisan bread and you like fucking rip that motherfucker open. You're gonna have like you can see the bubbles, bubbles and yeah. shit like that, and you get like a fucking loaf of bread from fucking, I don't know, a fucking Wonder Bread, and it's just like even perfect, picture perfect. Yeah. So um, apparently, like that's something to look out for too. Interesting. While reviewing these beers, so we absolutely have a rocky head with this fucking guy. Definitely do. Um, and uh, I mean, we're we've spoken for about five minutes, fucking flapped our fucking gums, the head's and still there. <laughs> it's still fucking here, man. <laughs> So, let's see what we get on the nose, man. All right, I'm getting a little bit of like a like a like a little bitterness, a little semi-sweet, fruity. Fruity. You get yeah. fruity. I'm getting a little bit of like a like a semi-sweet chocolate kind of deal going on from here. I'm getting like a chocolate covered cherry or strawberry from it. No shit. Very nice. I am very pleasantly, uh, very pleasantly surprised that this doesn't smell of meat and potatoes. Because <laughs> if I were to, have, <laughs> if I were to fucking have that, I'd fucking just fucking, uh, I'd yak right away right now. I have no room for that shit. Beer, yes. <laughs> Food flavored beer, no thank you. Maybe <laughs> I'll think about it. <laughs> All right, man. Let's see what we got. Cheers. Cheers. All right, a little more hoppy than I expected. Mm-hmm. Definitely got a generous dollop of hops here. I'm still watching that head <coughs> stick to the glass. Oh no! That shit. fucking lacing is incredible. Yeah, I I poured in our in our wasted content mugs here. We poured in our wasted content mugs. And um, it is a 16-ounce can. It's a pint can. And uh, it fucking filled the... And the head reached all the way to the brim. And my glass still has all of that fucking head all around the edge of the brim. That's nuts, man. That's persistent. Uh, you know, the, the, the labeling said that this was medium-bodied. I'm going to go a little bit more on the medium to full. Medium full. Yeah. Where's, where's the meat? Where's the potatoes? 
I don't I don't think this was supposed to be that. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck a dinner stout is exactly. I've never heard of that shit before. I think it's more along the lines of what we've always talked about stouts being um kind of like a dessert thing. Okay. You know, you have it post dinner. Yeah. Just, it's kind of it's a treat is what it is. Mm. You know? I am known to have meat as dessert often. <laughs> <laughs> meat and potatoes, meat and carbs for dessert. <laughs> meat pie. Yeah. <laughs> he had a chicken pot pie for lunch. He had an entire chicken pot pie for lunch. No. He had an entire family chicken pot pie for lunch. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh yeah, this is definitely uh high on the IBUs here. Um uh, a healthy helping of hops. Yes. And um fuck. Not what I was expecting from a stout. No, definitely not. Not um, something that I was expecting from something so like you said, it says medium body, but it's more full. I expected more maltiness from something claiming to be chocolate. Um, I think I got a lot more chocolate on the nose than I'm getting on the tongue here. There is a little bit of chocolate. There's a there's a slight uh, a slight roastiness that I'm getting. It's not um you know not very forward. Uh, definitely sits on the back of the tongue. Um, to me, this kind of seems more like a black IPA. Okay, yeah, right, yeah, definitely. I know we haven't brought in one of those to review here in this podcast. I have had a few of those in the past, and um, you basically just get a beer that looks like a stout. But um, it's pretty hoppy, and uh, I- I'm not gonna fucking lie. This is a uh, very hop forward for a stout. Seven point seven ABV. Not too, not too fucking boozy. No, not at all. That's good. It- it's all right. As a light twang definitely coming from the hops right right definitely yeah i'm not i'm not getting a lot of those um uh a lot of those classic uh malty chocolatey coffee notes that a stout usually gives you right um i'm kind of wondering if uh lord hobo is a little bit more uh inclined to uh Hopping the fuck out of their beers, because um, I, I gotta say it's kind of few and far between for stouts that have given this kind of flavor profile. I don't remember too much on the uh, pineapple when you said we had the Lord Hobo. Yeah, uh, but I imagine it was an IPA because that's what we've been having recently. Yeah, so maybe that's their thing. They they do overly hop everything. Uh, they're claiming to be smooth and balanced, and maybe that's their take on it. They they balance the maltiness with some hops. Uh, I mean, uh, to their credit, it still manages to be very smooth. Yes, it does. Yeah, it, it's um, I, it's it's. I'm not gonna say it's well rounded, but it's 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 decently rounded. Uh, the hops isn't really um super overpowering it, but it does kind of sit on top of everything else that you get here. Right. That you would expect from uh stout. Very interesting combination. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't expecting this at all. No. Hmm. Uh, 
I don't know. I think I'm ready to grade it. Yeah, I'm a little conflicted. I don't know what to give it exactly. I don't know Same here. whether to grade it in the South category or maybe like a dark IPA category. Yeah, yeah. I mean, let's grade it for what it's claiming to be. It's claiming to be a stout. Okay. Uh, I mean, in, in the uh, in the categories of stout, I'm going to have to give this guy, uh, I'll give him a 6.5. Yeah, I'm going to give him a 6 just because he had a good presentation on the pour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, it's definitely a sexy beer to pour. Yes. Um, the goddamn dude, I don't know that I'm gonna get this fucking lacing out. No. Out of this glass, it's still right up at the brim of the fucking glass. I'm two thirds of the way done with it. It's persistent. It's car- caramely tan head. It's gorgeous. It's a beautiful fucking black beer. <laughs> a medium full body. Yep. <clears throat> Smooth. But not exactly a stout. Right, right. So I think that's gonna definitely keep me at, at the six point five. It's definitely the presentation, the um the nose kinda uh lets me get there as well to that six point five. Cause it, it kind of it kind of definitely smelled like what I expected, but it it just kind of took a left turn a little bit on the taste. Um yeah, six point five for me. I Six think I'm going to do 6.5 as well, just yeah. because of the beautiful presentation. Very good. It had a great smell to it. The lacing is amazing here. That head was incredible. The rocky fucking head was right. beautiful. Um, so here's my issue. I don't know if it's hops or if it's the roasted coffee beans that are bitter. Okay, I gotcha. I gotcha. So it might be a stout and it might be just uh, overly hoppy, I mean, overly bitter coffee notes like a strong colombian style coffee um you know right now that you're mentioning it it kind of does seem like those two are um kind of intertwined yeah it kind of feels like the hot bitterness and the the roasty bitterness are kind of uh it feels like they kind of joined forces and created like a singular punch. Yes. That's interesting. All right. Uh not bad. Not bad, Lord Hobo. Um I'm I might move it up to a seven just because it's really complex. And if we're thinking that the hop the bitterness is coming from the coffee notes, uh with the hops, yeah. I think it's a little gets a little bit better grading just because of the complexity of it. And the balance that they acquired from the roastiness and the IPA, the hops. Are you sure it's not because of the meat and potatoes? Mm, that too. <laughs> <laughs> All right, seven? Seven. Fi- final, final answer? Yeah. All right, seven for you, 6.5 for me. All right, let's uh, jump back into the topic of uh, emotional intelligence. Oh, God. Um, so I'm sitting around Thanksgiving dinner um, at family's house, and they invited their friends. So, uh, friends are over, friend's daughter is over, friend's daughter is newly 18, just graduated high school, mm. talking about, <laughs> she's not good looking. Oh, uh, damn it. Well, she's still 18, so, mm. uh, Yeah, I guess. <laughs> uh, <laughs> she's got that going for her. Yeah. Youth. Yeah. Um, she's talking about this conversation she had with her counselor at 
this college that she's applying to. Okay. And the conversation went something along the lines of this advice the counselor was giving her. And the exact quote was, you don't need to have a high IQ. What you need to have is a high EQ. Fuck is that? <laughs> Emotional intelligence, apparently. All right. I've never heard anyone uh, put it into an acronym. Yeah. So a high EQ. Oh, actually, I have heard that. Have you? Yeah, it's like right here on one of these fucking buttons. It's an equalizer, right? <laughs> you need to have a high equalizer. <laughs> yeah, no shit. If your emotions are high, you can even reach further than someone with a high IQ. <sighs> okay. So we're sitting at my family's dinner table, and I said, I'm not going to address this right now. It's bad decorum. It's bad form. For Absolutely, it is family dinner to just to go and shit on this fucking eighteen year old. Yeah, definitely, you'd be that guy and her fucking ideologies. Yeah, you'd be the guy that everybody complains that uh, about family gathering. Yes, like the guy that just gets overly political or whatever the fuck. I mean, I am that guy for other reasons. I just didn't <laughs> want to do it then. Okay, <laughs> just that conversation wasn't your cup of tea. No, I don't. I don't. No, I'm gonna no. save it for an even more fucking. Uh, <laughs> A disgusting topic yes <laughs> <laughs> a more egregious topic yeah i'm like uh, she's 18 she doesn't know what the fuck she's talking about and clearly That's she's fair. getting fucking bad advice from someone who's gonna who's trying to guide her into her fucking future career which is probably gonna be fucking sociology uh considering <laughs> she's latina okay yeah um is that a thing with latinas now they're yeah. being sociologists i think latinos or latinas are kind of getting pushed to graduate early with a degree in liberal arts, a oh degree God. in sociology, no. a degree in some other uh, in, in uh, Mexican studies or whatever the fuck it is. Yeah. You know, they kind of play on your fucking, um, I don't know what it is. I know what the counselors are doing. I know what the college is doing. They're trying to get their graduation numbers up. But they tend to do this towards like the Latino community and like any well, well not Latinos specifically, but anybody who's not well off. You know? All right. So it's like here's like something easy for you to graduate in. Right. Yeah. So it makes you feel better as a culture. It kind of makes us yeah. feel better. Like you're a college graduate. Congratulations. Yeah. <laughs> you spent two hundred thousand dollars on a liberal arts degree. Yeah. Don't you feel good about yourself? Yeah, now you know how to weave baskets from Mesoamerican culture. Or exactly. Something. <laughs> <laughs> and I understand where you're coming from about being able to fucking interact in a social environment and having the skills to get what you want by behaving in a certain manner, by being courteous. Yes. By being kind, by not overreacting, by not fucking blowing up and just yeah, yeah, you, you're, scolding a fucking minimum wage employee because exactly. you couldn't get your laptop in this fucking line. Yeah, well, I mean that's like a poor showing for everybody. Exactly. Um, like you're you're gonna fucking berate someone that can't do anything about it, and you're also gonna get your fucking ass thrown out of the fucking store. You're and not gonna get what you wanted either. Exactly. So I understand that aspect of it of having some. Uh, I hate to use the word emotional intelligence, <laughs> but I hate the that it's equated to intelligence it, it might it might be you that pukes this episode from saying that too much <laughs> <laughs> i hate that like being in tune with other people is equated to some sort of intelligence 
um just the the idea that there's what more than one intelligence is kind of absurd to me mm, all right i'm not sure i follow that i'm not okay. sure i support that but continue sure so anyway so her advice was you're gonna get further than people who are who have a high iq like if there is no correlation between high iq and income like if there is no correlation between high iq and success in general yeah i i already immediately have a problem with that because i don't think that it, it like directly um translates to success in a career or like um monetary success or anything like that high iq um emotional and, and eq okay high eq I don't I don't really see the connect. I mean, I could see how um you know, it it could benefit you in some scenarios where you have to be sociable in work, but I sure. don't see a direct correlation there. Like I mean, talk to a fucking uh, an engineer, a guy with an engineering degree, an engineer. That's what they were that's what they're called, right? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck are they called? Well, not until you take the test. <laughs> talk to get a license fucking, as an engineer. Talk to an engineer. Talk to an IT specialist. Talk to a fucking doctor. These are people with very high IQs with specialist fucking uh, uh, specialist abilities that, for the most part, tend to not really be very emotional intelligent. In fact, these people are usually kind of awkward in social interactions. So I don't really see the parallel there. Um, I don't either. I really don't. I just think it's stupid people trying to make themselves feel better about their lack of intelligence. <laughs> And equating intelligence to some ability to have to hold a conversation. Oh shit! <laughs> I really think that's all it is. They're trying to make themselves feel better about their fucking ignorance. Oh fuck! All right, so it's like a fucking social entrepreneur. Yes, <laughs> I start conversations. <laughs> <laughs> I'm an icebreaker. <laughs> <laughs> i can feign interest in what you're talking about right <laughs> only because it's gonna let me get my way right you know ultimately that's the fucking it's very manipulative yeah. for sure yeah definitely <laughs> <laughs> um and it does require some sort of intelligence to be able to have this clearly if you're self-aware and you're you know not to overreact in a certain situation because you know if you overreact you're not going to get what you're trying to get well, that and also underreact because in that specific scenario that I gave, um, uh, there's overreaction, which is what the fuck, blah, blah, blah. And then you fucking get escorted out. Or you get fucking tossed out by your fucking, what is it like by like, when they grab you by your fucking like pants and your fucking shirt and they, whoosh, <laughs> yeah. And um, like a fucking Looney Tunes cartoon. <laughs> exactly. <Yeah. laughs> um, you get that <clears throat> if you overreact. And then if you underreact, then you just you're a fucking meek yeah you're meek yeah and then you just kind of shrug you know shoulders and look down and all right and you fucking get your ass over to the other line <laughs> just to fucking like go through the whole goddamn line and then when you get up to the front they go we're sold out yep yeah then yeah that's the underreaction <laughs> um i'm having trouble arguing this point only because of that fucking uh, that thing einstein said was if you grade a fish on its ability to climb a tree right then it's gonna fail right right essentially the between this fucking quote but i don't i don't subscribe to the idea that there's more than one intelligence like intelligence is a very specific thing yeah um it's an ability to fucking calculate outcomes uh self-awareness 
of if I do this, then this will happen. Kind of a action reaction type of thing. Okay, well, um, here's um, here's a slight wrench. Um, I've heard other people talk about how IQ tests are very subjective because a lot of them incorporate knowledge that might not be um, relevant to that age group or that um, culture even. Okay. I've, I've heard this before, and I, I thought it was a pretty, um, a pretty solid case. I've heard for- this argument coming from social justice warriors about how IQ tests are racist. All right, fuck. I didn't. I didn't go that far. Yeah, that's <laughs> essentially the of, same argument. Yeah, that's yeah. kind of. Yeah, it's kind of. It is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, it's essentially the same argument where it's this fucking, um, this rating system based on this fucking hierarchy of white people. This fucking, what the fuck do they call it? The uh, goddamn the structure. Not the hierarchy, but the fucking current system that they're trying to fight against. The, oh, the patriarchy. Patriarchy. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a. It's created by the patriarchy to fucking make people feel less of themselves and like that there is no correlation between race and IQ. And it's just, it's fucking bullshit. It's assaying. There is. There's a thing called the fucking bell curve that fucking rates people on their fucking intelligence based on their fucking race. Uh, I fuck. Um, I, I really hate to be that guy right now, but I also read a study where, um, fuck, I, I kind of even don't want to bring it up, but. Bring it uh, up. Yeah, yeah, here I am. Uh, I didn't say this, okay? I didn't fucking make the study. I didn't fucking calculate the results. But I have heard a study where, um, like, based on, like, um, on race, they have shown that um, African Americans actually score at a lower IQ level. Right. And uh, obviously, this can have, like, so many fucking variables to it, right? Sure, there's a lot of variables. There's, there's so like, socioeconomic fucking, situations yeah, exactly. that could contribute to this, for yeah. sure. The, ab- the ability to fucking philosophize about um, ideas that are greater than your fucking current situation, you know? For yes. sure, if you're in a fucking, you're in a tight spot, you're not going to spend any mental energy on fucking Pythagorean theorem. You're no. not going to fucking give a fuck about that shit. So, there's definitely a lot of variables, but... I mean, fuck, imagine being the fucking guy that has to present that data, you know? Yeah, imagine that. You're touted as fucking racist because, yep. Yep. no, there's no way African-American people <laughs> have a lower IQ than people in general. It's like, uh, yeah. well, the fucking tests show otherwise. Yeah. You're just not willing to believe the test because of some arbitrary fucking EQ ideology yeah. where everybody is equal. <laughs> right. <laughs> And I, 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 I truly don't believe that everybody is equal. What these tests have shown, they're kind of fucking touted as these like fucking white supremacist tests, and they're trying to fucking cut out all the fucking uh, minorities. But what these tests have shown in aggregate is people who are scoring higher on these tests are fucking Chinese and Jewish people. Okay. So it's not something that's built around white supremacy, clearly. You're talking about the IQ test, right? IQ test, yes. Okay. So it's not something that's fucking like shrouded in white supremacy. If the fucking Chinese are scoring higher than white people, if the fucking Jewish people are scoring higher than anybody, then it's not exactly what they're fucking trying to fucking pawn it off to be. Yeah. Um, and it's a test about problem solving. An IQ test is exactly that. Whether you can fucking think critically and whether or not you can solve a problem. Yeah, a well-crafted IQ test, definitely. Um, I have I have absolutely seen uh, some IQ tests that 
that that definitely show some level of uh, subjective questioning. But I've also taken one where it's like very um, formulaic. Like um, it, I, I think it was like a Mensa one that I took. Okay. And it was like patterns, like yeah. fucking pattern uh, recognition. One, three, five, seven. What's the next one? Fucking nine. And that's critical thinking, problem solving, fucking formulas, uh, finding um, logical, um, like being being able to deduce uh, deductions based yeah. on logic, right? So they're tests about logic. Um, and this ideology of having an emotional intelligence and everybody is equal, it, it's contributing to the idea that emotional intelligence is a thing. And I don't think it is. There's that case of, <laughs> um, <clears throat> I'm not sure who did it. It was either Twitter or Facebook. Somebody developed some sort of artificial intelligence and it was starting to like weed out black people and mexicans and like all these other people because they were yeah ai started becoming racist didn't it yes <laughs> <laughs> it was doing its job exactly yeah yeah um so clearly there's a general intelligence and equating emotions to that is fucking asinine well uh you know i just mentioned uh deductive reasoning uh, there's that, and then there's its ugly cousin. There's inductive reasoning, which is more of like implied things. Like, okay, deductive reasoning would be, I said, I'm going to be having lunch at 1230. So, hey, where the fuck is Anthropos right now? Yeah. That's 1230. He's having lunch. And then there's like inductive reasoning, which is more of like, uh, like, oh, well, he said it in like a tone where I would feel like he was being sarcastic so I would have to, I would have to kind of, um, you know, uh, believe that, that he's on lunch. Like, oh, he said this with the tone and the way that he said it, like the facial expression, like it's, it's about like, it's more along the lines of emotional intelligence. So I think emotional mm. intelligence and, um, and intelligence, which is like IQ versus EQ is definitely, uh. Uh, deductive reasoning versus inductive reasoning kind of argument. Um, I'm gonna say no. Okay, I'm gonna say it's both. It's not EQ, but both deductive reasoning and inductive reasoning is both IQ. IQ. Okay. Yeah. There is. Uh, it takes some sort of intelligence to realize that. Oh, he's being sarcastic, or oh, he said it in this tone in this manner. There's, there's some reflection on your tone. There's some recognition of the patterns you're producing by your body language there's some recognition of patterns that you're producing by the tone of your voice so you can you can reason your way to thinking he's not going to be there and that's all iq you can talk to someone stupid and say something sarcastic and they're not going to pick up on it all right well um i think that's where my argument for inductive reasoning being emotional intelligence comes in uh because you definitely have to have some level of emotional intelligence to be able to perceive emotions like you are emoting um non-verbally you are um you know like your body language you you i think that that definitely takes some kind of uh emotional intelligence to be able to um i guess reason off of because if you're 
like let's just say you're fucking autistic and you look like mm-hmm. a fucking you look like a toaster to me yeah then um all these fucking facial expressions and like my fucking uh slouching or fucking arms crossed isn't gonna mean shit to you sure because you're you're completely devoid of um emotional intelligence i just don't like the the tagline intelligence to emotions <laughs> okay yeah all right uh emotions are not something rational and Telling something as emotional intelligence is fucking stupid. Because they're not rational. It's not something logical that we can fucking reason our way to fucking figuring out why this person is angry or why this person didn't pick up on our sarcasm. Okay. I kind of wish you were a little bit more angry about this topic. Why? Because um, you'd be displaying like... Well, I have uh, no EQ, apparently. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that would make a lot more sense if you were more angry about this topic. <laughs> I'm, be- I'm a rational being. Oh, watch out. And emotions have nothing to do with that. You're autistic. <laughs> <laughs> no, because I can't be emotional. Yeah. But not... All right, go for it. By go, logic. Go, do it. Come on. I, I can't reason myself into being angry. I can't reason myself into being happy. I can't okay. reason myself into experiencing some sort of emotion. It just happens. I think I could reason myself into being happy. Can you? I think so. How so? Like, like being grateful for everything you have. I yeah. suppose. Like, Like, look around you and... And of course, realize that like everything that you have um, is enough. Mm. I think I could reason myself into happiness, are at least momentarily. Reasoning, or are you lying to yourself? <sighs> is what you have truly enough? Yeah, definitely. I think so. Is it? I think so. I don't think so. No. No. All right. That sounds greedy. Uh, definitely. <laughs> definitely greedy. <laughs> okay. But I think it's part of my character which is if i wasn't greedy if i wasn't wanting more then i'd be complacent now if i were complacent i'd be fucking living on the fucking streets yeah you'd also be be okay with it you'd also be skinnier too (laughs) (laughs) it's not enough (laughs) every meal is a fucking feast bro (laughs) fuck yeah okay you know you're you're right you you won me over with that with the every meal is feast I'm selfish. I'm greedy too. You're Perfect. right. <laughs> Fuck emotional intelligence. Just give me fucking seconds. <laughs> oh, man. You it, don't make seconds, though. We've been over this. <laughs> I made I made like fucking fifths and sixths on this meal. Really? So, yeah, don't worry. Nice. I don't want to hear you fucking I didn't complaining. Get any fucking mac. <laughs> And cheese you didn't get mac and cheese Fuck no oh shit well i didn't serve you so that's uh, not on me i guess that's fucked up though because that was pretty selfish. I, I was really excited that was selfish yeah definitely <laughs> that was you know what it is is they're just trying to keep it all for themselves that's yeah what that's it what it is i made a fucking tray dude i made like a like a fucking like two foot by one foot tray uh, of of mac and cheese jesus christ yeah definitely enough to kill one human being uh, for sure uh, like like you hear like you hear i'm pretty venom. sure i can go through that tray <laughs> You hear Venom talked about this way, right? Like, you're like oh, this is the fucking Aruba uh, uh, copperhead snake. It's venom is enough to kill 16 grown men. 
Uh, that fucking tray of mac and cheese could kill a fucking, uh, for sure, could kill a fucking family. So you're telling me you poisoned it? <laughs> yes, with butter Uh-oh. And, and cheese. <laughs> it's one of those slow poisons. Right. It just kills you by the time you're 50. <laughs> when I'm 50, after this mac and cheese, I'm going to blame you for having a heart attack. <laughs> you could probably pinpoint it to exactly oh, God, today's that butter date. from that mac and cheese that Anthropos made. <laughs> he poisoned me. <laughs> Your doctor could probably definitely pinpoint it to exactly today's date. Yep. Definitely. <laughs> Good carbon date the fucking grease inside of your arteries. Bullshit. Doctors don't carbon date shit. They just, it's a fucking guessing game with them. Guesswork in a white lab coat, huh? <laughs> yep. <laughs> I'm going to guess that you're just a fat ass and, and you've kind of always been a fat ass. That's why you've had a heart attack. Well, let's just do that, doctor. <laughs> Not being able to breathe. <laughs> There's not enough salt in my <laughs> hospital meal. Plus, well, you have high blood pressure. We're trying to reduce your sodium intake. There's studies that show that sodium is not correlated to high blood pressure. <laughs> we have you on a fucking saline solution IV. What the fuck are you complaining right? about? <laughs> not enough. <laughs> Take it out of my artery and just put it in my oh. mouth. <laughs> Unplug it and just pour it over your plate. <laughs> we have you on a fucking margarine IV, dude. Oh, shit. <laughs> if we go cold turkey on you, you'll die. <laughs> It'll be a shock to your system. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> All right, man. Well, fuck. Um, I- I'm sure that we could continue this conversation. Yeah. Let's fucking jump into our third beer in the lineup. All right. Let's do that. What are we having, man? All righty. So for the third beer in today's lineup, we have Narwhal Imperial Stout. This is brewed from Sierra Nevada. And I haven't had this fucking beer in roughly about, uh, I want to say about five to six years. I think the last time I had this was when I was working with the Craft Beer Kings. Okay. And um, I remember having this fucking beer, and it was um, incredible. I fucking love this beer, and I haven't seen it in forever. So I saw it on the shelves, uh, uh, you know, this last week that I was picking up, and I was like, holy shit, I have to fucking get my hands on this. So a little bit from Sierra Nevada, just um, uh, just so you know, if you're, if you're a craft beer drinker, uh, you're typically um, inclined to think of Sierra Nevada as um hops it's like fucking hoppy pale ales and india pale ales um a lot of uh a lot of hoppy beers so um it's really nice to see them come out on a limb okay and put something that's uh dark roasty malty and uh let's see from sierra nevada it says inspired by the mysterious creature that dwells in the deepest arctic seas narwhal imperial stout is midnight black and bold with notes of baker's cocoa and dark roasted coffee. This massive imperial stout is incredibly complex and explores the darkest depths of malt flavor. 10.2 ABV. You're trying to get me drunk. Hell yeah. I'm trying to get me drunk too, bro. All right. Let's see what we got here, man. All right. 
All right, let's see the pour. Look at the color on that head. Is that black? <laughs> Damn near. <laughs> Alright, so a fuck a beautiful fucking caramel, deep, deep, rich tan head on this guy. Um, rocky as well, not as rocky as Lord Hobos. Yes. Um, not as sustaining as Lord Hobos, but um a definitely fucking uh definitely big, beautiful head on this guy. It poured thick. Poured <sighs> it fuck yeah, dude. It this one is it legitimately poured like molasses. Mm-hmm. I saw you trying to get it out of that fucking bottle, and you, if not, if I'm not mistaken, I saw you fucking tap the end of it <laughs> yeah. like a fucking Heinz ketchup bottle. <laughs> yeah, this thing's fucking big, uh, big, bold, roasty. Uh, try to hold it up to the light where it uh, hardly fucking see. It's there, that red tinge along the side, but yeah. it's barely fucking there. This thing is fucking dark. Uh, on the nose, I'm getting a slight roastiness. Uh, actually i'm lying that's a it's kind of a very fucking big yeah yeah very big fucking roastiness i'm also getting um like a chocolatey sweetness on it um and and i don't really have to fight to find it there it's really big up front and i'm imagining it's gonna do the same thing on the tongue again i haven't had this thing in maybe about six years or so okay i just remember really fucking enjoying this this is a fucking big beautiful fucking sexy stout so I'm hoping it lives up to the way I remember it. it looks Cheers, incredible, man. It's an imperial style, all right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Chocolatey, malty. Hmm. Very heavy. Yeah, this is a full-bodied stout. Uh, I'm getting uh I'm getting uh like a dark chocolate, dark chocolate notes. Okay. Like that, like some of that, like ninety-eight percent um coconut. <laughs> right. <laughs> some of that dark coconut roasty. <laughs> Fucking idiot. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that is that is wonderful. That's selectable. Um, the the mouthfeel is really silky. It's um smooth, bubbly. The carbonation makes it turn into silk when it hits your mouth. Mm-hmm. It's definitely got a bit of a hop bite to it. It does not as much as the previous beer, but there's uh, hops absolutely. in there for sure. It's not as well balanced as the previous one, though. Uh, no, I think uh, I think you could definitely catch booze on this one. Yeah, it, um, it comes in really malty and then finishes off with hops, but they're not really well balanced, unfortunately. Uh, no, they're they're kind of both there very prominently, um, um, exclusive of each other. Yeah, right? like you're getting both flavors. But they're both they're both very distinctive, and mm-hmm. they're coming in at this around the same time. 
Hmm. And it does, and it definitely, um, it, the the hops definitely sticks around for a while. Yes, it does. Yeah, it's um, yeah, it definitely lingers. Um, <laughs> it's it's sitting on my tongue right now, and I haven't taken a sip for about 30, 40 seconds, and um, it, it's still kind of there. So, uh, definitely a bit resinous. Um, I mean, that's definitely a signature of the imperial stout style, right? Hops. I think you were talking about this Some, last week where the Imperial Stout comes from like a Russian style stout. That would be the Russian Imperial Stout. Uh, sorry. Yeah. So that would be um, the Russian Imperial Stout because uh, when they were bottling this type of beer yeah. and um, sending it over to Russian czars that had um, like fucking the like highest acclaim for this beer, like they're fucking paying top dollar. Like just put that shit in a fucking barrel, put it on a ship. Get that shit over to me because I fucking love it. God damn, dude. We got to look more into the history of beer. It has an incredible fucking like history behind it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We we have absolutely done a disservice. Yes. Um, I mean, there's been like little moments here and there that I try to impart some of my um beer wisdom, but uh, I don't know that it's been um how can I say I don't know that it's been uh thorough. And uh, I think it's more of like kind of like sprinkled on top of our yeah. uh, discourse here. I think I would like to give it more. Um, what's the word? Whatever the fuck it is. Uh, just <laughs> yeah. bring it in more. Like uh, talk about the history of the style more. Okay. Just to give the beer some like fucking base on yeah. what, why that style is the way it is. Just like the Russian Imperial style, like you were talking about, and they added hops to preserve it. Yes. I, I think you'd fucking definitely benefit us and benefit the listeners to know a little history on the style but i'm gonna let yeah, you do that uh, absolutely <laughs> I'll, I'll do that yeah. for sure i'll do that for sure <laughs> um, i mean i already I, i'm already interested enough in this kind of shit that um i go out of my way to read about it yeah um like i i, I read about what the fuck why do you, they call it a uh, double or triple or quadruple right um what's the difference between a fucking ale and a lager I mean, you I know. definitely come here and I, I always fucking walk away learning something new. I feel like I'm coming to a fucking uh, Craft Beer 101 every fucking Sunday here. Nice. Thank you. Because your That's knowledge awesome. definitely fucking surpasses my knowledge. And I feel like I'm more of a layman's fucking uh, take on the fucking craft beer community. Okay. Well, I mean, part of what we're doing here as well is um, beer reviews from the average Joe, too. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not trying to be too snobby about it. We're not trying to that fucking too. be a little too far up our ass. So um, I, I definitely enjoy the angle, but um, I also think getting a little bit more of that craft beer knowledge in here would be... Yeah, we, um, we're definitely doing a little bit of a disservice, like you were saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think it'll also be... Um, it'll it'll be um, to brand as right. well. So definitely we'll do that moving forward, for sure. Now that I'm drinking this more, the hops are kind of evening it out. Yeah. And you're getting more of the maltiness here, more of the chocolate notes, more of the roastiness and that hops is kind of dying down okay very good yeah uh this uh this brew definitely comes in hop forward um but it, it kind of gives away towards um towards um uh, there's a very deep dark roast here yeah um so i can i can tell that the barley has been super fucking toasty like this thing is fucking toast the malt is fucking toast. Uh, we got a fucking beautiful, beautiful fucking stout. I, I love this. 
Um, it is a, a bit similar to what I remember it. I do, I do, however, recall it being a little bit sweeter. Um, but that's probably also got to do with the fact that this is a 2019 release. Okay. So it hasn't had any chance to uh, really kind of like uh, settle down and have those uh, have those like very prominent notes um, evened out and balanced out. I bet that this is a stout that if you let it sit, um, if you sell her this motherfucker for like a year, uh, this will be um, super, super pleasant. But Definitely. even right now, this is fucking awesome. It's good. I can't help but um, draw my attention towards the head that is still here. Mm-hmm. It's thin. It, it's definitely very thin now, but the color on it is fucking incredible. That's very welcoming. Um, It, it, it definitely fucking gives you a little bit of heads up of uh, how much flavor to expect in here. Uh, how much love has gone into this fucking brew. <laughs> <clears throat> What are you rating this? In the Imperial style category, I'm giving Narwhal a solid eight. Okay. Same here. Very good. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. Um, 10.2 ABV. Uh, that's fucking Jesus. awesome. Yep. Yeah. Um, obviously, um, like we've said many times. Once you start getting in that range of the ABV, it starts to become a little bit more difficult to mask that booze. Um, but uh, it's definitely balanced. Um, and once you're able to like expect that, you crack open a 10%er and you're just kind of like, all right, I'm going to get a little bit of fucking punch to the nose here with, uh, with the booze. Um, but it's not that. It's, it's not like... Um, I feel like we're experiencing more and more of that where it's just a high BV and they mask the booziness really well. Yeah, yeah. Like just recently more because we're having stouts and they usually tend to be a higher ABV. Uh you're kind of expecting a booziness, but yeah. the more we have different styles of stouts, the less we're experiencing that recently. Yeah, yeah. And um, you know, this is funny that you're mentioning this because I was asked recently, earlier today, in fact, I was asked, have you have you experienced your palate developing? while you've started the podcast and at first i was like no nah, i've been drinking craft beer for a long time yeah i already know what the fuck to expect from craft and then i was just like hold hold up wait the fuck a minute no yeah absolutely my palate has definitely developed um i have found appreciation for fucking styles of beers that i would never ever go out of my way to buy i'd never <laughs> just be like casually strolling the fucking aisles and say Oh, I'm going to pick up a fucking papaya mulberry sour. <laughs> I'm going to pick up a fucking double imperial IPA. I'm going to fucking pick up a fucking juicy, hazy IPA. Like, that would never occur to me. I would just fucking, like, legit, before starting this project, I would go to the section that has brown ales, porters, and stouts. Yep, same here. Maybe every once in a while, I'd go fucking to the section that has reds. Mm-hmm. But um now that you know we've we're here and we've decided to take uh, a slightly objective approach to beer and i say slightly because um we'll still hate on something for no reason <laughs> yeah. for sure absolutely we'll still fucking shit on baseless other fucking hate <laughs> but um i mean i found myself through the course i mean we're 20 episodes in 
Um, and I find myself uh, having a newfound appreciation for um, different styles of beer that I would never, ever go out of my way to get. Definitely. So I think that us uh, talking about how, oh, this isn't as boozy as you, I think that probably has something to do with exactly how much we've, uh, how much exposure we've had to. Is that what it is? I, or I are would, they really? I, have to think I think so. they're doing something different. I think somebody somewhere has figured out how to mask that booziness, and everybody's doing it now. Okay. Because even if we do get something that's on the boozier side, we can feel it right away. It's not that we're fucking tasting anything beyond the booziness. It's just it's not boozy. I'm gonna tell you right, uh, like right away. This thing is boozy. Um, like what? Every, yeah. Um, when I when I drink it and then I clear my palate and I kind of inhale, um, it has a little bit of that ethanol. It has like that like spirit, and it just kind of like sticks in my tongue and it's it's in my mouth and it hits my nostrils. So this thing is it's boozy. I think the only thing that has changed is how accustomed to the booziness that I have become. I think that's what I'm I'm experiencing. Fuck, here. yeah. Then this is hard because yeah. we've been rating beers on the amount of booziness as well. Mm, that if is, we're becoming accustomed to it, then that kind of skews all our ratings. Uh, it, it just might. And and what's funny about that is we uh like fucking we're like jerking off into e into each other's mouths about how a seventeen percent beer was not boozy at all right <laughs> just a couple episodes ago dude i've been sharing that with everybody i know i know like it, it kind of sounds like you've been going out there and like telling other people like holy shit you gotta get your hands on this which is awesome you gotta try this go to craft beer kings yeah, this is the shit ask for wasted content <laughs> sticker <laughs> hey there you go hey um that, that bears repeating get out to fucking plaza market in almani i know that they have a few other locations go to craftbeerkings.com Get your fucking hands on Rise and Grind. Fuck yeah. And while you're there, definitely fucking tell them that Wasted Content sent you. Um, we have actually gotten a report that the stickers have run out through CBK. No shit. Yeah. So um, I think that's fucking awesome. Like big ups to them because to me, that means that they've just been handing them out, which Fuck is yeah. dope. Um, I mean, I hope that you're listening to this just because you heard through us um by this like very very small act of uh promotion here but uh we're gonna have to stop on by we're gonna have to re-up them on some stickers mm -hmm. and uh get out there no matter what the fuck it is that you get your hands on out over at um the craft beer kings just definitely fucking tell them that wasted content sent you there and uh get yourself a fucking free sticker man but uh yeah dude we were fucking uh, sucking that beer's dick you know we're like fucking talking about how a seven, how the fuck a seventeen percenter could mask its fucking booze, and um, I I really think that they did a fucking hell of a job there. I think the only reason that they were able to mask it so fucking well is the amount of coffee that's in that goddamn beer. Of course, like that thing is legit a fucking like a fucking cup of fucking black coffee. <laughs> That thing is roasty as a motherfucker. Dude, Monster Coffee, bro, it's doing some fucking magic with yep. everything they're fucking touching is amazing right now. Yeah, definitely. Hell yeah. So, um, I don't know. I think I think it's got a little bit to do with that. I don't think you're wrong. I think definitely um the craft beer community is is 
constantly keeping its finger on the pulse of uh, what the people that are enjoying these fucking beautiful brews are saying. And um, obviously something that's going to fucking come back at you if you're producing something that's high ABV is going to be, oh shit, this is actually fucking, ah, this fucking, it's like fucking super boozy. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if that was on their um uh, on their list for things to kind of figure out it's got to be both then we're both right hey <laughs> i love that i love when that happens oh man <laughs> dude i can't believe you fe- went to fucking walmart though <laughs> all right uh, what do you mean what do you mean you can't believe it i don't know i've always been kind of on the side of not contributing to the fucking Shut the fuck up. Walmart fucking. Oh my fucking God. I already fucking here. hate this shit. Uh, <laughs> more recently, I've been going to Walmart. <laughs> okay. But I think when I was like 20, 21, I was like, okay, fuck Walmart. Fuck the fucking system. They're contributing to fucking the end of Main Street and all this bullshit, you know? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's kind of a tired criticism on the whole capitalism thing. Yeah, it is. It is tired, and I, I, I'm actually a little bit saddened at the fact that it is a tired criticism, because I, I would have to think that it's only, uh, it's only indicative of our complacency towards it. Is it? I would have to think so. Like, yeah, yeah, get over it. Fucking technology <sighs> is fucking, uh, you know, accelerating, uh, well past our ability to fucking keep up on it. The cream so, rises to the top, man. So fucking try to keep up. You top know? of the morning to you. Top of the morning to you, fucking Walmart. Walmart. <laughs> top of the morning to you, fucking Jeff Bezos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, you know, I I think I've definitely absolutely become complacent on that. You know why? It's, it's just so fucking convenient and cheap. It's so fucking cheap. I save fucking. I save a dollar here and there, <laughs> and then you know what? Guess what? Fucking Amazon also throws me a fucking bone every once in a while. Yep. They're like, hey. Uh, we could get this fucking, um, this, uh, I don't know what the fuck. Let me think of something. Uh, we could get this, uh, handlebar for a fucking curling iron to you tomorrow. Tell me more about your curling iron. (laughs) We could get this shit to you tomorrow. Yeah. For free. Yep. Uh, shipping, obviously. You still have to pay for the fucking item. Yeah. But if you waited like a week, we're going to give you a dollar for that. Yeah. Have you seen that? Yep. Just fucking choose. Actually, you know what? Choose what fucking day you want us to deliver it on. As long as it's not tomorrow, just just choose whatever day you want it. And we'll give you a dollar. It's a digital dollar for yep. your fucking patience. <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, Walmart? I mean, Amazon. <laughs> you know what? I'll take the dollar. I don't want your fucking dollar. I want that shit tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck get the fuck out of here with your fucking. I, I, I don't think I've ever chosen dollar. the dollar. Thing. Yeah, yeah. I fucking wipe my ass with your fucking digital dollar. <laughs> I already saved a dollar on fucking buying it through you. You think I give a fuck about another digital dollar? I wipe my fucking digital ass with that shit. Damn. Fuck that shit. <laughs> but I mean, this they've become increasingly competitive, man. Like they're just fucking driving everybody out of the fucking market. We, ta- we talked about fucking fries, you know. Here's here's, here's a fucking <laughs> uh, yeah, right? No shit. Um, here's a fucking little fucking uh gem 
uh one of the guys that i'm working with now uh he's uh he's my what the fuck do they call it when he holds the same position as you he's my counterpart there you go oh he's my counterpart oh <laughs> is, that's is that cute gay? is that gay that's kind of gay all right yeah. <laughs> sorry sorry feathered serpent brewing company i just did it i just did it oh well Pinche chiles <laughs> sorry guys <laughs> um but um this guy i'm talking to him yeah and I, I i don't even know how the fuck it came up he's like oh yeah i used to work for fries and i was like yeah no shit you you know you hear that they're kind of going uh towards like bankruptcy and he's just like what no how, how the fuck that's impossible nope that thing is like a fucking like a huge store yep and it's like always like stuck to the fucking gills yeah impossible no yeah and i was like no nah, dude uh do yourself a favor take a stroll through that fucking store next time you have a fucking day and uh be prepared to see a bunch of empty shelves be prepared to see um nobody in there when yep. before probably when you worked there uh you couldn't catch a fucking break if uh do you remember what the fuck the registers look like there there's probably about like 30 fucking registers and there was like a fucking zigzag line to get you there that's how much business they were experiencing so now with the advent of amazon and delivery to your door within 24 fucking hours uh these fucking big box stores are um you know going out of style so with that said have you ever heard of small business saturday <laughs> what <laughs> yeah you never heard of this shit no all right so it's just kind of like this like no, uh i don't have a high eq <laughs> yeah <laughs> you definitely need a lot of eq eq for this shit right so small business saturday is basically uh local businesses response to black friday okay obviously they're very well aware of the fact that everybody goes to a big box store they go to fucking target or walmart or fucking uh who else who the fuck else is out there best buy mm. and uh dude ah uh, fuck that's they, about it target yeah, maybe yeah, they've actually done a pretty good job of killing all of these fucking big box stores yeah, already right yeah but um you know the 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 less heard about in this conversation are those local businesses so small business saturday is a reminder to stop spending your money on a fucking corporate fucking business and start spending locally okay you got these guys out here like fucking basically panhandling you know sure like, i mean i'm not opposed to the idea but what are they offering really you know that whole business is about attracting customers is it just Hey, feel sorry for us. Come here. Come spend your money here. You know, it kind of does play out that way. Like the, uh, the effect that I get from that kind of marketing, it's more like, uh, uh, you know, it's, it's really, it's impossible for these people. Like these, a lot of these are like special, like specialized boutiques. And, okay. um, uh, you know, like even if it, they're not a specialized boutique, I could get whatever the fuck you're selling for way cheaper. Yeah, um, I think they're just not willing to adapt to the new economy is what's going on. Uh, for the longest, for as long as I can remember, America has been touted as a service industry. Right. And if you're selling products, it's kind of, unless you're a name brand, you're not really doing much. 
you have to fuck. Um, you do have to fuck. You have to fuck. You have to. You have to sell your name. You're not selling a product. Uh, what you're selling is prestige nowadays. Uh, Absolutely. That's how these fucking brands rise to the top. Is they're selling an image. They're not selling a product. This right. is how you can sell uh, Nike that's produced for fucking cents on the dollar in fucking China and sold here for fucking two hundred dollars a fucking for a pair of sneakers. Because they're selling you a fucking image. They're not selling you a pair of sneakers. You can get a pair of sneakers at fucking Payless Shoes for fucking 10 bucks. Yeah, no shit. But then everybody's going to fucking say, what are those? <laughs> God. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. I, I don't know. It is it is detrimental to small business, for sure. Because they're being fucking outpriced left and right. But it's forcing you to fucking... Be creative. It's spawning creativity in business is what it's doing because there are businesses that are flourishing because they're selling their image. They're selling their brand. There's there, there's a belief structure behind what they're selling. It's not just a generic mom and pop selling fucking groceries anymore. It's about prestige. You know, you can outdo Amazon if you're selling Supreme. Supreme is a fucking clothing brand that sold a fucking brick with their fucking logo on it. For fucking 600 bucks. No shit. And it's sold out like that. <laughs> a fucking, fucking brick, dude. <laughs> Go on eBay now. You know how much they're fucking reselling these bricks for? $2,000. <laughs> you fucking kidding me. <laughs> exactly. Like, if unfortunately, if these mom and pops aren't willing to fucking adapt, then I'm fucking sorry, but they're going fucking wayside. Like, it's hard to feel sorry for someone who's not willing to change. Uh, yeah, you know, um, I, I'm not going to say that I don't feel sorry. Um, I, I do. I, I, I really, um, I, I really, I feel bad. It's just like, uh, you're, you're definitely impacting, uh, people, you know, there's this, uh, there's that episode I mean, of the office okay. where Michael Scott goes to infiltrate this like local paper company. Right, 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 right. And he's supposed to be a shark and dude, it's just that that episode makes you feel like shit. Because he gets to meet these people. He gets to meet the guy and then his son is working. Right. And then his like little granddaughter's there and she's trying to do her math homework. And then they help him out with yeah. this fucking car. Oh, there you go, dude. Like, these are real people. I get it. You're affecting like families. It's a business. There's, there's no emotion attached no to it. No shit. It's not, dude, this, is, cap, this you, is capitalism on crack nowadays. You can't fucking like hinge your business on an emotional impact anymore. Like well, no, I'm sorry. You can branding for yeah. sure. Yeah, the, that's the emotional impact. Your brand. Yeah, that's how you fucking hand your businesses on your fucking brand. You develop your fucking brand, invest in your own fucking business, and like grow your brand, not grow your product. The it, product is arbitrary. Amazon is arbitrary. They're not selling you a fucking cable for three bucks. They're selling you the name Amazon. Yeah, Walmart is doing the exact same thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, for for. In terms of like the small business, I feel like they have the idea that you can definitely market it uh, based on emotion, but I think that they're targeting completely the wrong emotion. Yes. You know, um, I think the more successful one is buy our product because you're going to fucking look cool, because you're going to be cool, because you're going to be fucking stylish. Exactly. You're going to be fucking like uh, touted as like a fucking smooth motherfucker. And all these uh, like local small businesses, they're kind of playing on the emotional value of like, uh, 
you got any change? You got any spare change? Yeah. They're, they're kind of playing off of the fucking, like, I don't know, like the, the sympathy card or the fucking, like, oh, feel bad for me kind of shit. Yeah. Like, I'm being fucking bulldozed by capitalism. Like, can, can you help me out? I understand the whole American dream and, like, building your own business and creating something for yourself, but you're fucking building on a business model that's fucking archaic. You're you're trying to create a mom and pop shop that's selling fucking tools that you can get anywhere else for a lot cheaper. You don't want to start a tool uh fucking ace hardware. You want to start your own tool brand is what you need to fucking be doing. Yeah, and also you don't want to be selling any trash either. That too. <laughs> Quick shout out to tools and trash out there. Tools and trash. Oh yeah. They're fucking out there promoting our shit. Uh check them out. They're gonna fucking send you then you steer you the right way with uh, your tools buying. And I sound like a tool right now. <laughs> <laughs> Man, he's doing some good stuff out there. He's reviewing he and calling people out on their bullshit. Hell yeah. He's called out Craftman and all the fucking like bullshit tools. Dewalt. Um, there are some good ones that they're producing, but they're also producing some bad shit. So... I don't know, man. It's hard to feel sorry for a business that that's not willing to adapt. Uh, if you're right. not willing to adapt to the environment, then it's not going to function. You can't. Uh, fuck. There's so many businesses now that have opened up recently that have flourished just on the idea, just on the image of the business. There's uh, recently Portals Bakery. Okay. It's a fucking bakery. You can fucking find a bakery on every fucking corner, but these guys sold you an image of uh colombian i mean cuban style fucking bakery and these guys are flourishing yeah if amazon if, can't compete with that if you don't know portos bakery they have a location in uh on firestone boulevard i believe that's in um downey downey uh they have another location in like glendale or burbank glendale uh they have another location in west covina west covina and i'm totally shilling out for this shit right now because Ah, uh, goddamn! They put out some good shit. It's good stuff. It's a good product for sure. It really is. The so I think what they're doing is an ex a pretty good example of what a small business should be doing is not only putting out a good product because that's not that's not going all the way. It's putting out a good product, giving good service, and branding your fucking shit. Right. Yeah. And the fucking priority is the brand. Yeah. Second comes the the fucking service. Yeah. And then third to that is the product. I think we might have a little bit to learn about this through this conversation Our ourselves. Is legit. <laughs> I think we, we have a little bit to learn about that. Our product is legit right now. All we need is marketing and branding. Yeah, there you yeah. go. We're one third of the way there, guys. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Unless need, fucking we... Amazon comes along and starts doing craft beer reviews, then we're fucked. <laughs> Hey, with some a little bit of racism thrown in left and right <laughs> guys all we need is like a little bit like just can just, just can us. you give me please help. a little bit please uh, just give me some <laughs> have some more <laughs> <laughs> again dude like uh, fucking small business saturdays it's um it's shrouded in this in this same ideology of like emotional uh, intelligence where you have to feel sympathetic because it's a small business it's just i mean i get it you're trying to fucking go out there and produce and do something but adapt don't just fucking 
open up a liquor store next to a fucking 7-Eleven and expect to do great business. No shit. Yeah. Yeah. Get a get a feel for the market. Get a get a feel for your place in the market. Um, I guess identify what the fuck your competition is doing better than you and um adapt. And you know what? This has um this has like a little bit of like a a connotation towards evolution, actually. You know, oh, I feel a little what? bit of Charles Darwin. Feel a little bit of crack going through me right now. <laughs> Adapt. Adaptation is not a product of evolution. <laughs> oh my god, fuck! You were talking about mutations <laughs> and how the environment forced mutations, but that's not true. That's not how fucking evolution works. Evolution works. Oh my god! Is, Here we go, dude. You're seriously doubling down on this shit. <laughs> listen up, y'all. All right, um, cool. Cool. go for it. So I feel good about this. <laughs> you don't mutate based on your environment the ones that survive are the ones that have the correct mutations evolution is not the same as adaptation okay that's yeah it's just a fucking accident it's a fucking it, accident it's, it, the I one agree with, with the correct mutation is the one that survives yes not yeah. the other way around it's not the one that creates this mutation you don't that's not the way evolution works okay i kind of feel like i i get a little bit more of an understanding of where you were coming from last week. Okay. Um, I maybe feel like pro- quite possibly you didn't make that point clear because um, I find myself agreeing with you on this point. You're you're absolutely right. It's not the fact that like, oh, um, this environment is red, so I'm going to mutate red nope. genes. It doesn't happen that way. Nope. It just, it's a like a matter of circumstance that one of the fucking spawn uh, exhibits, to have exhibits that genes, yes and then it is uh most well adapted to its environment and that's why it survives no i'm i'm, I'm on point with that you're right it, it isn't uh it isn't uh adaptation doesn't uh, uh supersede evolution exactly it is um a byproduct of it i, I agree with you yeah i win <laughs> <laughs> all right uh, so you're 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 fucking right, asshole. <laughs> Hell yeah! You're um, also a fucking idiot. I, I, I both a little bit exist. of both. Bo- both can <laughs> <Yeah>. exist. <laughs> the mark so, of an educated man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think the response to that was, um, "Eat a dick." That's the educated man snack, right? Yeah, and also the educated man who mispronounces zealot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fuck you, pieces of shit. All right, <laughs> don't be don't be too much of a Z a lot. Fryer. All right, dude. So let's move on to the last beer of today's lineup. All right, uh, tell us what we're having, Ozzy. We're having some incredible stuff right now. Fuck yes, we are. It's a cork bottle from Sierra Nevada. It's called the Trip in the Woods. It's uh from their Barrel Age series, brewed and bottled by Sierra Nevada. Uh, Chico, California. It's a maple scotch. Ooh, 9.8%. Scotch-style ale, brewed with maple syrup and aged in bourbon barrels. Fuck yeah. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Trip in the Woods Barrel-Aged Series. <clears throat> Balanced and enriched, this classic scotch-style ale was brewed with maple syrup and aged in bourbon barrels. Flavors and aromas of oak maple and caramel round out this 
delicious and complex beer. When beer meets the barrel, incredible things happen. The passage of time and influence of wood combined to create a final product much greater than the sum of its individual parts. I feel like a lot of beers are saying that nowadays. <laughs> <clears throat> Our trip in the wood series is designed to highlight the complex interplay between beer and barrel. Each beer has matured in a wooden cask originally used to age mellow spirits. And the time and slumber creates rich and layered flavored unique to this difficult and hands-on process. Very nice, dude. I'm impressed. Oh my goodness. I, I can't tell you how excited I am to have this. I've been holding on to this for a few months. No shit. And um, we also actually have something else from the Trip in the Woods series right here in our stockpile. Do we now? So, yep, we'll be featuring that on... Uh, let's do it next week, actually. Fuck it. Let's do it next week. Fuck yeah. Okay. So, we'll something else. To that. Yes, definitely. All right, let's get to this. All righty, let's pop that cork, man. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> that mortar oil coming out of here? Oh, that thing looks awesome. Jesus Christ, that's amazing. <sighs> yeah. That's amazing, dude. Oh, yeah. I'm not a big fan <laughs> of the barrel age style. I think I've discussed this before, but my palate is growing. Yeah, good. I am Ozymandias. <laughs> That's good. I, I'm glad. I I really want you to be able to appreciate the notes imparted by, by barrels by I love wood. This fucking color on this. Holy shit. Yeah, this is um, I I can already tell this is going to be a complex beer, just by just by the look of it. So we got like a very very hazy, kind of like a amberish dark brown. It's like a, it's it's a very um dark ale kind of um it looks like i don't know it looks like fuck looks like a hazy newcastle yeah you know i wanted to say newcastle yeah and i just felt like that was a complete disservice <laughs> right but it looks like a newcastle imperial like an imperial hazy newcastle right. kind of like it's it's like a very rich copper amber dark brown uh the head is uh it's beautiful it's gorgeous it's kind of like a like a light tan, um, in between tan and off white, and um, it's good. It, it's 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 on there, and uh, we got a little bit of that those uneven bubbles going on here, and um, holy fuck! I just I really just can't wait to taste this, man. I just want to fucking taste this already. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get to it, man. Let's do it. <laughs> Cheers, Cheers, brother. <laughs> Oh, fuck. All right. Dude, right before, right before I could even fucking sip it, the nose came in. Mm -hmm. And I could already fucking smell that mapley bourbon-y fucking sweetness. Yep. I was too fucking excited to fucking drink this shit that I completely missed the part where we, uh, where we smell it. You're right. 
It's masking the smell of your farts pretty well. (laughs) (laughs) There's there's a slight booziness that's coming from my farts. (laughs) Don't let that interfere with your grading of this beer. Great. All right, so uh, you can definitely taste the fucking barrel. Yep. You're getting some of that oakiness, some of that smokiness. You're getting like a little bit of vanilla in there. Um, It's also a slight bit nutty, and oh, my God, it's sweet. That caramel's coming right through the fucking glass. I think it leaves you with sweetness. Mm-hmm. I think it finishes sweet. Man, I'm um like I said, I'm not a big fan of this style, but they did the shit out of this. So we haven't had any um scotch ales here in the on the podcast or review. Scotchy scotch scotch. Yep. Down, Down my, my throat. throat. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love scotch. Ron Burgundy would be fucking proud to have this beer. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, this is delectable. Oh fuck. That's yummy. Oh, I don't want it to fucking end. What was the ABV on this? ABV. That's incredible. (sighs) The fizziness. God damn. I can't get over this. You're right. You're right. The the carbonation on this definitely lends to the mouthfeel and the way that those flavors are imparted onto your palate. Um, The carbonation is fucking great. Um, The head shows you as much. And the body of this, I want to say this is medium to full body. It's not a completely full-bodied beer. But uh, the flavor profile is intense. You get intense oak. You get intense um, sweetness uh, from the maple. Um, there's a there's a, a little bit of vanilla that's hanging around right there. Just uh, saying what's up on your palate. And... It's just uh, a beautifully structured beer. Oh my god. This is a pillar of a beer. I can't get over that sweetness. It's not overpowering the beer, but it's fucking definitely prominent there. I love it. Uh, You know, a lot of times when uh, you get these barrel aged with maple in there, it's all maple. Um, yeah, they kind of tend to be a little bit heavy-handed on the maple. Yep. And um, I could see what they're going for. They're trying to balance it out, but it throws it off balance. It kind of makes it. It makes the beer a little bit too sweet. <laughs> and Sierra Nevada has not done that here. I think they added just enough of maple to be able to get you to appreciate that sweetness, but not to take away from any of the flavors showcased here. This is awesome. What else have we had from Sierra Nevada? We haven't featured anything on here, right? This is our first showing. We just had Narwhal. 
That was Sierra Nevada? That was Sierra Nevada. Get the fuck out. <laughs> yeah, I man. paying attention. <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah. Um, aside from that, I do not believe that we have had anything showed on the show from from them. So uh, the Narwhal was Sierra Nevada's first showing on the podcast. And um, fuck, what a way to come onto the podcast with the fucking Imperial Stout. And also a fucking uh, 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 exclusive Barrel Age series. These guys well. are kind of known. They're pretty big, right? They're kind of in 7-Eleven as well. Yeah, they're a 7-Eleven beer. They have... Uh, are they Anheuser-Busch? I'm not sure. I'm not sure, actually. But I do know that they have like a very big presence mm-hmm. in the crappier market. Um, So much so that I have met someone that had them synonymous with uh, IPAs. Like, I, I mentioned IPAs, and they were like... Oh yeah, you mean like a Sierra Nevada? Right, right. And they right, thought right. that that meant the same thing. So um, they are definitely very prominent in the community. But I think this is awesome because we have shown another another side of Sierra Nevada that doesn't typically get showcased to the masses. Right. This typically, is, people known for their pale ales. Right. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Pale ales, IPAs, super hot beers. Um, I mean, even the narwhal had a bit of hops on it. Yes, it did. Um, but here we have a beautiful, fucking awesome crafted beer. Uh, the, dude, the fucking bourbon is coming through so fucking splendidly. Scotch. <laughs> it's scotch? scotch. I thought it was scotch, aged in scotch. bourbon barrels. Down in my throat. Is it aged in scotch barrels? No, it's aged in bourbon barrels. Okay. All right. You weren't wrong. I was just being a right. Okay. So this is a scotch ale aged in bourbon barrels interesting yeah and um i feel i feel a little bit bad about not showcasing a scotch ale beforehand um have you had a scotch ale before no all right so we're gonna have to get some of those motherfuckers in here because scotch ales are fucking awesome they definitely tend to be a little bit more on this side of the coloring okay and they also tend to be a little bit more on the sweeter side with the fucking heavy stiff malt backbone i mean the color is definitely reminiscent of a fucking like well-aged scotch definitely yeah you have that like fucking caramel fucking tones to it it's fucking oh my god it's amazing you have that smokiness coming in from the scotch you have that sweetness coming in from the barrel age yeah you get you get a little bit of smoke mm, from the charred barrel too yeah it 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 plays very well with the scotch that's um for the for the scotch ale very complex very well balanced (sighs) you know um, I'm not going to take anything away from Sierra Nevada here. Um, I just don't quite have, maybe it's my palate. Maybe uh, maybe I've just had a few of these beers to where I, I can't really say that this is complex. Okay. I, I could say there's definitely layers here. But um, I think that the Ninkasi 10 set the bar super fucking high for complex beers. Uh, I, I'm not getting a lot of complexity here. A lot of this shit is pretty straightforward. You get sweetness from that maple. You get that warmth from the bourbon barrel aging. You get the oakiness. You get the vanilla sweetness. And you get that like stiff, nutty malt backbone. And all of it is coming together perfectly. It's fucking wonderful. (sighs) I'm going to break some news to you. These are Anheuser-Busch. Shut the fuck up. They were purchased by Goose Island. And then Anheuser Busch purchased Goose Island. Ah, all right. 
which brings credence <laughs> to my idea uh, that the people at Anheuser-Busch probably do care about what they're fucking brewing. It's not just a money grab. All right, let's see when this was fucking... Uh, let's see when this was fucking bottled. Uh, Do I get anything here on the fucking label? All right, I'm not getting shit here on the label from when this was bottled. Okay. All right. Ah. I kind of just want to fucking find something that's a saving grace <laughs> that tells me that this is fucking awesome and it isn't from a fucking conglomerate. This is so good. This is great. Fuck. All right. Well, fuck it. Fuck it. Even if it is. It's a fucking beautifully crafted beer. It really is. <clears throat> All right. So what do you got for this, man? Uh, setting the bar fucking high for the Scotch ale category. I it's um <laughs> it, it's it's a bit tough because again we haven't featured any Scotch ales for us to have a comparison. Um I I I have had a few Scotch ales before, and I've very much enjoyed the style. <clears throat> There's also another style. It's called We Heavy, and um, it's uh, along the lines of this style as well. But I, I'm I'm gonna I'm I'm ready to grade this. Yes. All right. So, Trip in the Woods Maple Scotch Barrel Age Series from Sierra Nevada. I'm gonna give them. A very respectable nine on this style. I'm gonna give it an eight point five. Um, it feels complex, but it's very elegant and simple at the same time. Yeah, the ABV is respectable, but for something that's been barrel aged, I expect something way higher than a nine point eight. Okay, that's fair. Uh, eight point five just. On the fucking look and the taste alone. I think it's a fair rating. Yeah, I, I'll agree with you. Um, I'll keep mine at a nine because, um, again, being a, a bit familiar with the Scotch Ale category. Yeah. Um, I think that the sweetness imparted and the bourbon that's added to this and uh, the wood flavoring, um, it, it all comes together very fucking well. I think they've done a great job of crafting all of those flavors around the base of a scotch ale flavor that I am um, expecting. And um, yeah, they've just done a fucking solid stand-up job of incorporating everything and um, making a beautiful fucking brew. So yeah, I'm going to stick to a 9. 8.5 for you? 8.5 for me, yeah. All right. Very good. This is what happens when a small business creates something fucking phenomenal. <laughs> they get bought out. They make <sighs> a millionaire out of a fucking small business owner. Right. It's incredible. Jesus Christ. Kudos to Sierra Nevada. Anheuser-Busch. InBev. All that. Ah, oh, fuck. Speaking of conglomerates and takeovers yeah are you on disney plus yet 
Not yet. <laughs> no? No. No. You're fucking I, up, man. Baby I'm, Yoda's everywhere. Oh, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Shut it's the, the fuck up about Baby on, Yoda. It's the cutest thing on the internet now. Oh, my fucking God, dude. Okay. All right. Fine. You know yeah, what? what? I watched them. Okay? You watched them? I watched them. They're good. Yeah. Except for okay. Baby Yoda. All right. <laughs> no, dude. Oh, my fucking God. Oh. He fell right. in love with Baby Yoda? Is no, what you're dude. Me? No. I'm just like so fucking like pissed off about this shit because I have been exposed to Disney Plus. Yes. And the fucking first thing that it asked was, what the, f- okay, what the fuck was wrong with Cody? Like, why couldn't you just fucking. It's illegal? Uh, yeah. So Disney wasn't making what? money off Cody. <laughs> so what? <laughs> so fucking what dude okay no i'll tell you what's wrong with cody i'll tell you what's wrong with cody you have to get a vpn for it otherwise your ip you're fucked your ip is gonna fucking track you yep and it's not so much that you're fucked it's more that you're gonna be slowed down and you're gonna be fucking uh they're gonna like be a step ahead of you yeah so you fucking search shit this podcast brought to you by express vpn (laughs) promo code wasted content (laughs) just kidding not yet not yet definitely not yet. not yet we probably definitely will need a vpn for streaming Fuck this shit yeah, yeah a little a fucking head up our asses right there too if you want us to be a little bit more racist express, express vpn, VPN. <laughs> no dude it's just like fuck okay all right fine you got it yeah. For real? You got you got fucking you you have it? Fuck do, yeah, I do. You have oh, Dude, no. come on. They have all the Toy oh Story movies God. on there. <laughs> they have all the Star Wars movies on there. They have the You know what got <sighs> me? You know what got me for Disney Plus? Marketing. The, the, well, that too. <laughs> the Simpsons. Oh, I hate that. I hate that they fucking took the Simpsons. That's what got me. Dude, that was a universal thing. How the fuck are That's they going to That's a Fox thing. Okay, but how the fuck are they going to fucking um like make ends meet with that you know what like, do you mean dude you, universal studios has springfield right and then so what there's gonna be another springfield over in disneyland yeah once disney buys universal okay so that really hasn't happened matter. i don't think it, has it hasn't happened. they just bought no. the rights to the simpsons yeah universal still kind of warner brothers and they were licensing the simpsons fucking thing for the fucking uh springfield land but I think they're going to lose that license. In the next coming years, it's going over to Disney. It's all going to Disney. Uh, they have fucking the biggest market share. It's a fucking smart move. With the amount of money fucking Netflix was making per month, it's stupid for Disney not to do it because they own all the IPA. All the, all the IP. Sorry. All the IPA. <laughs> all the IP. We're staying on brand here. They own all the IPA. <laughs> okay, dude. Okay. All right, so here's my problem with this shit. Sure. Isn't it kind of getting to the point where it's kind of like pointless? Like, it, it, is it? It's it's tangent to tangent to same subject. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh, right? That's usually the fucking, uh, the, the way that I'm treated when I say that. Okay. All right. Wasn't the point of all these online streaming services so that you can, quote unquote, cut the cable or cut the cord yes okay so now you can do that we, with disney plus okay bro. yeah yeah for sure you can it's 12 bucks but, a month but only is you it get, 12 bucks a you month get, oh my get fucking disney, god you get espn dude you get that's way more than fucking netflix is netflix is 13 
No, it's like fucking 10 bucks. No. Yeah, I guess it depends on what the fuck you want. Yeah, I mean, if you're going to share a password with your fucking cousin, then it's 13 bucks. <laughs> yeah, no shit. I'm sharing the fucking password with like any fucking buddy that will fucking allow me to. Yeah, you trade your Netflix for sure. password for a Disney Plus password is what you fucking Stupid do. Stupid as fuck, dude. Like, see, like, isn't the, like, that was the whole fucking point was... You don't need to be, like, subscribed to, like, this fucking, like, guy that's going to fuck you over all the fucking time. They're not fucking so, you over there. So. They provided gonna, all their IP to you for 12 bucks a month instead of fucking $65 a month plus whatever other package you get from DirecTV. That's complete fucking bullshit because they could stream whatever they want at the time they want. Right yeah, now, but, it's just at the whim of you. Like, I want to watch. Toy Story, I'll watch Toy Story right now, not when DirecTV decides they're going to yeah, no play shit, Toy Story. Yeah, no shit, but now it's fucking piecemeal. Now it's nickel and dime. So you're paying for everything exactly that you were fucking doing before. Yes. But now you're doing it to like fucking like separate fucking accounts. Um, How many accounts do you have? All you really need is Disney Plus and maybe Netflix. Okay, Netflix, Disney Plus, and YouTube. YouTube Plus. Are you paying for what? YouTube? Yeah, I am. Why? Because they have a bunch of fucking awesome content there. It's original content. Well, then you and there you also go. and also you get to fucking stream it uh, with your phone locked because they are assholes. Wow! And, and they and they like figured out that you if really, you lock your phone, you're fucked. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. exactly. I fucking hate that those motherfuckers. This is work. So, workarounds. This. Okay, so yeah, yeah I've yeah. heard about this, but they're also really good on staying on top of those. Yes, too. they are. So as as soon as you fucking get on the internet and go, hey guys. This is a fucking way that you could play fucking Netflix Bloop. while also fucking shut. Oh, they're on top of it. It's gone now. Oh, yeah, because you fucking SEO your fucking workaround on fucking Google. Yeah, no Of shit. course, they're going to be shut down. <laughs> fucking stupid. Yeah, just like that. <laughs> Boom. All right. Hey, thanks for the tip, idiot. <laughs> Moron. <laughs> hey, uh, you know what? Also, um, the guy that allowed that to happen is fired now. Yes. And, <laughs> and you don't get to do that anymore. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> just pay your fucking 10 bucks. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's fucking bullshit, dude. It's piecemeal ah, now. It's dude, nickel and dime. Works that way. It's nickel and dime. Everything works so that way, man. You gotta the, adapt to it's the fucking the, new market. It's the same thing as fucking being on cable, which is what everybody fucking complained about. No, it's before not, this transition into streaming, you're not fucking. You're not fucking victim to whatever the cable decides to fucking put out. All right, bullshit. Get fucking Cody. Get a fucking VPN. That shit costs like eight dollars a month on the VPN. Oh, so another subscription and, to a fucking oh, VPN? Yeah, and that's it. You get don't the, have to. You fucking, don't have to subscribe. You don't to have VPN. to fucking you create get, your own VPN. Dude. You get the fuck out of here. You can create a VPN. Dude, proxy service. How do you get do that? Fuck go out for of here. It. Proxy go, service. Go. Proxy. Okay, teach me. Servers. So that I don't have to get a VPN. Go proxy servers. They yeah. redirect your fucking IP address. Yeah. To something in fucking Cambodia. Yeah. And. It's the same thing the VPN is doing. They're connecting you to a different server. They're they're putting a, another computer before your connection to the other computer. Yeah, I, I know how fucking proxies work. That's how VPNs work. All right, so how do I make it work like a VPN by myself? You go to your browser settings, any connection, you set your, your uh, pipelining proxy to another fucking server instead of connecting directly to your fucking your isp your internet service provider yeah you connect to a different server before you connect to the isp and you do this through your internet browser your internet browser your chrome settings your you could do that yes without a vpn without a vpn oh shit yes 
Dude. Hey, thank you. I unlocked. So you're this, still you're paying talking, for Disney Plus, you fucking idiot? <laughs> you know how to do this, and you're still fucking play, paying? I'm not going through a VPN. Why? why? Convenience. If you know how to do this, Convenience. then why the fuck would you subscribe and pay? Convenience. Because all those oh, streamers... Because, you because the people who are to hosting... click a few buttons? Because the people who are hosting all these fucking pirated fucking streaming services are also breaking into your computer. Okay. You're allowing them access into your computer oh so what the fuck is so important in your fucking computer my porn <laughs> <laughs> which you fucking illegally downloaded as well i nice, sure. stream that shit bro nobody downloads porn anymore what the fuck <laughs> all right so then what the fuck are you afraid of then? i'm paying for my porn oh, subscription oh, too <laughs> oh wait <laughs> <laughs> You got Pornhub Plus? <laughs> yes. Oh, you fucking asshole. Hey, dude, can I borrow your account? Share your Netflix account, bro. I'll show you my Pornhub account. <laughs> See, this is great. I love this. Because you know what? Um, a tangent to tangent to tangent to same subject. Pornography is always the same subject. No, no, no. We have gotten back to the bartering system. Hey, Beautiful. Man. I love America. Holy shit, dude. You know, this fucking, this wonderful little world... Where people used to just trade fish for fucking uh, fishbone necklaces. I'll trade you my entertainment uh, for your entertainment. Yeah, holy fuck. I love this. We're back to fucking grassroots bartering, man. Fuck yeah. This is beautiful. I'll give you my Disney Plus if you allow me to fucking jerk off to Hook it up with your HBO account. Hell yeah. yeah. There you go. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, let's do the fuck out of that, guys. Everybody out there. Let's fucking, you know what? Just fucking comment on our next post. Just give us your password for your fucking <laughs> Pornhub, Netflix, Disney Plus, and then we'll give you. Um, wait, 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 wait! wait. Yeah. Back, back to Baby Yoda, dude. What's your problem oh, with Baby my Yoda? Oh fucking god, Baby Yoda! Shut the fuck up with Baby Yoda. What's wrong with Baby Yoda? Okay, dude. So they fucking introduced this fucking little shit. Yes. And it immediately has market share. Of almost course. Immediately, it's all not, fucking. Not almost They're trying to sell fucking toys. Actually, immediately. They're trying to like, sell toys. Yes. Baby Yoda. Everybody's a fucking bow. Holy Baby Yoda, shit. So Entertainment cute. needs some fucking it's market so value. Cute. Entertainment needs Dude. some fucking market value. You have a fucking oh problem with God. this? Get the fuck yeah, out of here. Yeah, I have a problem with fucking people being susceptible to fucking like lame ass fucking marketing. Well, they're fucking, they're high in EQ and not IQ is the problem. <laughs> Dude. Okay. So. I watched, um, I think, three episodes of The Mandalorian. It's good, good, right? It's it's all right. It's good. It, no, it's not good. It's all right. Yeah, you're right. It's all right. And the only reason that it's all right is because I have a fucking awesome sound system. Beautiful. That's the only reason that, that it's all right. Because I'm watching this and it's like fucking, oh, yeah, this is what I fucking want. HD, 1080p, 2160p, whatever the fuck. 32 is, frames per second. Yeah, this is yeah. what I fucking want that for. I want that fucking bass fucking Fuck, rumbling. Yeah, you don't my get that from room. Cody. You don't. You, you don't. get fucking you're, you're buffering. Right. You get you're buffering right. from Cody. Only and if, you got to connect to a different server. <laughs> only if you don't have a B VPN. Or you're looking up fucking Lion King and you get the fucking bullshit ass fucking cartoon movie, which was actually pretty good. But you're <laughs> or, looking for the fucking. Or you get the, the trailer for it. Uh, yep. <laughs> or you get like a shitty camera. I don't like have some, time for that shit. Dude, My like, fucking time is worth money. Like somebody actually if holding I have to the fucking, fucking camera. Go through 20 different servers <laughs> to get the movie I want. 
I've lost way more than the twelve bucks that I would have put into Disney Plus. Are you fucking serious? Fuck yeah, my time fucking, is worth money. Uh, you're valuing your time way too fucking highly there, <laughs> sir. <Fuck> you, <laughs> <laughs> dude. <laughs> I would rather fucking waste fucking five minutes finding a legitimate. Well, that's the difference source. between you and I here. <laughs> to, than to spending. <laughs> Fucking twelve dollars. Yeah, dude. Get the fuck, fuck out shit. of here. I make that shit every two seconds, bro. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker. Fucking Jeff Bezos over here. Uh, <laughs> this podcast brought to you by ExpressVPN. <laughs> okay. So okay. Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. He doesn't do shit, bro. Uh he doesn't really have any he actual saved the Mandalorian using his force. I saw that. That was like really the only moments of legitimate um like connection that i saw other than that everything else was just the stupid little shit being, being cute. cute yeah it was just fucking <laughs> sitting there being cute yep like the only fucking interaction that, that i saw cute between, as fuck bro shut the fuck, that cute up. As fuck you're the... fucking gay fool. dude that is oh my god this is gay this is disney and it's fucking best yeah, this is disney taking a big shit no on the, fucking, <laughs> on the intellectual property that is star wars and i'm not even a star wars fan and star i'm saying wars, that star, george lucas took a shit on the intellectual property that is star wars what the fuck are you talking about well with the cgi and the fucking no, green screen jar jar binks dude. yeah exactly he took a exactly. shit on the intellectual property okay you know what he fucking did he went back and edited all his fucking movies and added more cgi to the fucking movies that came out in the fucking 70s you know why? Because he knew that stupid motherfuckers like you would enjoy it. That's why he knew that I did you it. guys. He knew that you guys. I would didn't enjoy it. I'm talking shit, shit about him. I'm taking <laughs> he shit on it be- way before Disney did. <laughs> he laid the groundwork for this shit. That's what he did. And and you know what, Baby Yoda, he just doesn't do shit. He's just a cute little fucking shit. He's a and fucking the toy. Only, the only interaction that I saw between him and the Mandalorian was. Oh, um, the, no, like dude, force. it's a fucking archetype. The, the it's force. A, it's and then the he's fucking like, oh shit. The, the fucking oh, caretaker. He him. He's a caretaker. Oh. And the fucking the student has become the master. Dude, was the was the <laughs> pandering not enough for you? Was it not palatable <laughs> enough for you? The of course fucking, it was. The fucking pandering with that fucking what's his name? Lando, what the fuck? Calrissian. Lando Calrissian right there. This fucking old ass motherfucker making a fucking cameo real quick just to get those fucking millennials in too. Just to yeah, get those the millennials know fucking I'm Lando sorry. Calrissian. I'm sorry, those Gen Xers. I'm there sorry. you go. Just to get those Gen Xers in there too, and then. Uh, that fucking shit, dude. Didn't you fucking hear the stupid little fucking giggles and coos and fucking like, uh, dude? They like put like stupid ass sound effects on him. That like on Yoda, even, yeah, on Baby Yoda, like like shit that doesn't even like you wouldn't expect this would like giggle like a little fucking kid. Like I haven't heard baby. Any giggles yet. You haven't heard that shit. No, I dude. only I I was watching this at work. Is what happened. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I watched the first and second episode at work and like just kind of like half paying attention because my boss kept fucking interrupting that piece of shit. All right, so you haven't watched the third episode? No, no, no. All right, so let me give you a bunch of spoilers Go about ahead. the third episode. Oh, you don't give a fuck? I don't give a fuck. All right, then it doesn't mean anything it's to the me. Same then shit. I'm not gonna fucking do it. I mean, then. please don't. Yeah. They, they, no, oh, please God, don't. Feel, okay, that feels better. No, All no, right. please, please don't ruin this for me. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm back on it now. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, dude. There's definitely like stupid little giggles and coos that uh, come from the stupid thing. Of course, it's a baby, like, bro. This it's sounds a like baby. It sounds like You're a fucking baby. You're supposed to have a high though. EQ for this. You need to be attracted to the fucking sympath- 
you need to be sympathetic and empathetic to this fucking it's baby fucking, Yoda because it's a baby. It's bro. super fucking. It's pandering. only fifty years old. It's fucking. <laughs> no shit off. That's fucking pandering like a of motherfucker, course, dude. man. God the forbid entertainment has some fucking profitable fucking side of it. No, but no, God forbid it. But like, I am like way too fucking aware of this to be able to fucking enjoy it like a then fucking don't watch anything. mindless fuck. don't watch anything no man. i watch every i watch shit i watch stuff well what is entertaining to you that you're not really aware rick that and morty bro rick fuck and morty you get rick the and morty fuck season yeah, four oh my god <laughs> the fucking panic four they're playing justice bro <laughs> all their fucking promos are playing justice the fucking biggest edm band in the fucking planet pandering to the fucking edm scene get the fuck out of here oh, really i didn't know that every fucking promo video that they're doing for rick and morty season yeah. four is all justice yeah all the fucking soundtracks i have no justice. idea that's it's, crazy it's all no, i haven't heard of justice in like fucking like five years i know yeah and then he's like coming to the forefront now because yep. of rick and morty rick and morty is oh that's awesome man about all the probos that's awesome. It's not like they like tried to like use like some like fucking weak ass baby to like get me to feel some kind of emotion. No, I'm saying shit. it's the exact same thing. No, it's not. It's not yes, the it same, same thing. Oh yeah, because I didn't even know that Justice was a part of this. Yes, and but I, I'm already people who are into that it. scene know who Justice is. Great. Yeah, good for them. It's pandering to them. Maybe they just have a, a fucking it's high. It's pandering IQ. to fucking five hundred thousand people that go out to the fucking desert every fucking year for a fucking EDM concert. Yeah, you know, maybe they don't have the EQ to fucking appreciate. Baby Yoda, but they have the high IQ. It's the same people. To fucking appreciate the fucking uh, justice, you know? <laughs> they just have a high IQ. That's the difference between me and the people that enjoy Yeah, you don't have a high IQ because <laughs> you didn't know it was justice. <laughs> I guess not then. Fuck, I don't know. I just enjoy it because I have good taste. Naturally. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 I'm going to fucking applaud you and me. For not having puked this episode. (laughs) If we continue with the fucking subject of Star Wars, however. (laughs) Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda is cute as fuck. It's Disney at its fucking Fucking best. They did the same thing with (laughs) fucking Simba. They did the same thing with every (laughs) fucking adolescent fucking character that they feature in every fucking movie. It's the same reason you like fucking Simba, bro. It's the same reason you're attracted to fucking Nala because her fucking eyes. They, no, dude, it's, it's always about fucking, the eyes. That's because she's fucking hot. That's oh, why. She's pretty hot, actually. <laughs> <laughs> it's all about the See, eyes, bro. It's I, all I, about the I facial features. It's I all about fuck, the expressions. It's I all about fuck attracting baby to your. E- I wouldn't fuck Baby Yoda either. <laughs> Good. Yeah. That would make you. He might like, force lock my dick for sure, and that might make you a pedophile, even though he's fifty years old. No, he's fifty though. It's all right. All right, cool. You can fuck Baby Yoda without well, being a pedophile. Sweet. Just for everybody. So you can know. Oh no! Make you feel better about the fact that you're jacking off to it. <laughs> Did you read about this fucking chick? Uh, some family adopted this fucking chick from fucking Russia. Oh shit! Was she like a midget? Yes. Oh yeah, I did. Midget. <laughs> <laughs> She's a midget with some like fucking. Uh, She's a fucking uh, like a psychopath, isn't she? Like she's fucking psychotic. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> she's supposed to have this syndrome that doesn't make her really age well she she looks like a fucking child but she's supposed to be like 30 years old yeah and she got into the fucking um their fucking like adoption system and was adopted by this american family and she planned to fucking kill them in the middle of the fucking night right it's perfect yes (laughs) (laughs) so i think if 
if you're a pedophile, you should fuck that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's what no I'm shit, dude. Too. For sure. She's fucking 30, but she looks like she's fucking eight. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Perfect. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. <sighs> Baby Yoda's cute, bro. It's pandering to all our emotional Ugh. intelligence. I guess so. Big you know eyes, what? You know what? I'm gonna face. give. You, I'm gonna give you credit, baby face. I'm gonna give you credit. Sure, go ahead. Uh, you know, just with your love of Baby Yoda, I'm gonna. Say, I don't love Baby Yoda. I hate that shit. But oh, okay. It kind of sounds like you're sucking his dick. I'm right opposed now. to the hatred that you have. It, it sounds like you're sucking his green, I'm questioning, his green hairy dick. I'm questioning why you hate him so much. That was still hairy. Why do you hate you, him? You so notice much? that? Why do you hate Baby Yoda so much? Because it's just fucking pandering way too hard. Everything is pandering though. It's just pandering way too hard. Everything is. You're pandering. like trying to shove this fucking food down my throat. And, no, it's I, not. And I'm completely opposed to that. Everything is pandering. Okay, everything is pandering, like every, but sometimes everybody it's fucking done. believes themselves to not be susceptible to okay, marketing. But, but everybody is sometimes to it's marketing. done a little heavy-handed, and I think that's definitely happening right now. So with you don't this want fucking to, so Baby like Yoda epidemic. I don't even want to say Baby Yoda anymore. I've we've said that too many times here. Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda, Baby Yoda. Baby Yoda. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls, Biggie Smalls. <laughs> don't say that shit, dude. Oh, I was gonna appear right now. <laughs> Is gonna appear and he's gonna blast us right now. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Fucking eat it up, consumers. Consumer America. Go shop on Black Friday. Go suck fucking baby Yoda's dick. Everybody is susceptible to fucking marketing and pandering. Including yourself. Yeah, including myself. Mr. Famous Stars and Straps. Absolutely, brother. Yeah. Since fucking 1999, Ooh, bro. 20 I love years. Me some stars 20 and straps. years. Of fucking of of bad decisions, bro. That's what it is. Yeah, I see the fucking print on your fucking <laughs> uh, yeah sweatpants there. Twenty years of good times and bad decisions, bro. Fuck yeah, you. yeah, you're a badass, bro. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah, for mm-hmm. sure, bro. Yeah. I look cool as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! All right, we'll fucking end it on the note that we are all extremely susceptible to marketing. We're, we're all stupid. We're all stardust. <laughs> That's what I meant. <laughs> yeah. You pronounced Stardust wrong. <laughs> stardust. We're all fucking stupid Stardust. Stupid, yeah. I think that's more honest. I think we had if we had an alternate universe reality of Neil deGrasse Tyson, he would be out here pandering smugly about how we are all stupid Isn't all he Stardust. Does? Isn't that all he does? He kind of does that already. Huh? He kind of already does fucking that. People who think they're scientific. <laughs> Guys, watch Cosmos on oh, Netflix. God, this pay your subscription. This podcast brought to you by Cosmos. <laughs> pay, pay your subscription to Netflix <laughs> and watch some Cosmos, guys. No, get in line. Is it on Netflix? I think it is. I don't know. I don't pay attention to fucking black people. <laughs> <laughs> Unless it's Friday. <laughs> Good stuff. I, fuck Medea. Fuck all that other bullshit. It's Friday. I got no job. I ain't got shit, shit to do. do. <laughs> hey, you get fired on your day off. <laughs> I ain't got shit to do other than be a consumer. <laughs> <laughs>
All right, guys, this oh has been God. fucking wasted content. Episode 20. That's right. 2 0. Fuck yeah. My name is Anthropos. Monty Mandius. Fucking see you guys next week. Peace.